sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to be finishing up our deep dive going through the Mechanicum. In particular, we're going through the heavy support as well as the Lords of War choices for this. Now, um, a decent amount of the units are actually going to be coming from the Legacies. So if you're following along, you want to make sure you have those available for you as well. Um, in fact, the heavy support is essentially doubled in size when you actually take a look at that document. Um, after this, we're probably still, not in this episode, we're probably going to do a different episode later, discussing maybe more just overview of mechanical since it took so much to do, list building, all those sorts of ideas. So we do want to get to that as well, but um, it's just been a little too much to really dive into that for the moment. All right, and now, on to the show. All right, gentlemen, how's everyone doing on Wednesday evening? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Can't, can't complain. I got a pulse. <laughs> good starting if, point if that's all it takes then your life is going to go pretty well there for you alright um, so as we said at the top the plan is heavy support as well as lords of war it gives us roughly about the same amount of things we talked about before because one j- just to get this out of the way now when we talk about the knights it's going to be a very short discussion because we've done the knights before we're going to talk about the differences that these guys have and maybe talk about if you took a knight maybe which one do you like more from their options but we're going to keep that pretty short and some of the other bits are very similar with one small change so so the hope is that this goes at a, at a decent pace all right so um we are going to be going through things at times a little out of order because we talked before about what people want to talk about and dan wanted to talk about in particular the very first two entries which we don't do back-to-back talkers so we're going to have dan start with the thanatar and then we'll skip to something else, and then we'll come back to the Myrmidons afterwards. Yep. And I do love their heavy support. This is where I feel like this is where Mechanicum really do shine. Um, not in terms of, well, also in terms of power. <laughs> so not in terms of power, but in terms of power, but also just looks. I love the way their heavy support looks. So the Thanatar Siege Automata Maniple. So there's two Thanatars technically. You have the Cavus and the Calyx. Um there's no different stat line between the two of them. One is more points. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. So they're both move eight, both weapon skill three, which eh, who cares? Uh, both ballistic skill four, strength eight, toughness eight, seven wounds. Uh, so they're very tough. I think that's more than a little. Leviathan is six wounds? Seven. Leviathan seven? is seven. Okay, so, so they're basically. Exactly as durable as a Leviathan. So oh, far. nice. Okay. Initiative three, attacks three, leadership seven, and a two up save. Um. They come in units of one Thanatar, but you can purchase an additional two for two thirty-five each. Um, they're Cybernetica. They're heavy, obviously. Uh, they have Hammer of Wrath one. They can come in a Maniple, uh, which I'll talk about in a second. Now, I'm going to kind of – yeah, I'm going to talk about it separately because, again, the Cavus and the Calyx both have two separate weapon profiles. So – Let's go with the Cavus first, which is the most stereotypical one I think that everyone thinks about, which is mm-hmm. essentially it, it's got a gigantic plasma mortar on its shoulder. So first of all, it's got two shock chargers, which if you remember correctly, those were the uh, melee weapons that uh, the ca- oh my god that the Castellax have. That's just strength user AP3. So they're strength 8 AP3, which is uh, that's nice. It, you know, it's, it's strength 8 AP3 is I'm very good. I'm not complaining. This default AP3 is not yeah. It's not bad. It's not going to break. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's not it's good. bad because um, most of the game is a three up save or a worse. Exactly. 
Uh, so then skip that, because that's the Calyx. It has a twin-linked Mauler Bolt Cannon on its hand. So again, the Mauler Bolt Cannon is Strength 6, AP 4, Pinning, and it's also twin-linked. So it's not bad. All right, so the big thing about the cap, oh my god, the Cavus, is that it has a Plasma Mortar, or as I like to call it, uh, <laughs> um, the Friendship War Killer? Crime. Yeah, the Friend Killer. Uh, so if you thought Plasma was bad, wait till you meet this. So the Plasma Mortar is 36 inches. Strength 8 AP 4. It is Ordnance 1, Large Blast, Breaching 4 up, Ignores Cover, Reactor Overload. I'll get to Reactor Overload. So it's a it's a large 5-inch blast at Breach 4 up. Ignores Cover, right? Reactor Overload basically means you could take D3 wounds to fire this weapon again. And you have 7 of them. And you could heal... No, no, I think I got to 9. I think I got to 9 in my stupid list. Yeah, it, it's, no, no, he meant wounds. seven wounds. Oh, yep. yeah, no, I, I thought you meant, uh, I think you fit nine in the stupid list. Someone tried to, and I was like, please I don't. Mean, you, you can, you have three slots, up to three uh, slots. No, 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 it's three, so it's three, six, nine, oh, no, ten, if you take Myrmidon Maniple. Oh, um, yeah, because you can board. take the Myrmidon HQ. But yeah, no, it's a large blast, take D3 wounds to shoot that twice, and breach four There's up, still a large blast? Eight. Yeah, still a large blast. Wow. Yeah, no, this thing. This, that's oh, upsetting. That's oh. upsetting. It, it, this double blasts into anything short of I don't mean, screw it. Even a Terminator squad is going to hurt at this one. Um, you have like a ten man Terminator squad, and you drop two large blasts on that at breach four up at strength eight. That's going to hurt. <laughs> that doubles one amount. Invo equals one dead Terminator. Oh my yep. god! Unless you're Salamanders. Well, on on. Why, why is this thing stronger than a Vindicator? With that cannon. <sighs> sorry, sorry. This is not even the strongest. Stronger than a Typhon. <laughs> this funny enough, this is not even the strongest profile in my opinion. But this is just this is a, a nuts. This is this is a nuts profile, and this is it, it's. I mean, I love it. It's it's old fashioned. I used to use these back in the day in first edition. Um, I haven't used them yet because I've been playing my Myrmidon. I've been playing the Myrmidons more because I wanted to try that army out. But this is just a solid unit. I mean, two hundred thirty-five points for large blast or two large blasts if you want. Please get out of here with your nonsense. Um, but for 20 points, so at, now you're at 255, you can upgrade it to a Calyx. So the Calyx basically changes some stuff around. Uh, on its right, it still keeps its uh, shock charger with the Muller Bolt Cannon, right? Um, uh, it, uh, no. One Not shock charger. No, one shock charger. It keeps one shock charger. It doesn't keep two, essentially. No, you because don't any. No, no, you get. That makes no sense. What? No. This is only two the Cavus has two shock charges. There's no, 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 no mention of a charges. single one for the Calyx. What the hell? Yeah. By, by wording, makes... no, the other one doesn't get it. No, that has to be on. No, I don't want to. Someone check the FAQ because that makes no sense. It's not on the sense. FAQ. Oh, that makes no goddamn sense. It's literally you replaced GW. Okay, moving on. Well, no, explain why it doesn't make sense. <laughs> because, okay, what it does is it replaces the, the right model arm. model is identical. Yeah, the model is identical, except yeah. it loses its right arm. It just loses one shock charger for something called a graviton ram, which I was going to talk about, but now I'm all now, pissed off. Now, would you off. ever use the charge instead of the ram? No, absolutely ram not, do? but it still annoys. Well, okay, no, so what does the ram do? Hold on, does it lose? Okay, no, okay, so never mind. You know why I was mad? Because remember how the Achilles, when we reviewed it, the wrist guns were attached to the the hand that it, remember that old nonsense? Yes. I thought that the Mauler Bolt Clannon was attached to the wrist. So I was like, oh, does it just lose it? Okay, we're good. We're good. 
I didn't. I could. Okay. I was. Uh, I was thinking the Achilles problem, but we're fine. Oh, so okay. um, doesn't actually have a shock charger. Still has the Mauler bolt cannon though. It, and its right hand, it has a graviton ram, which is both shooting and also um, melee, like all the graviton weapons they have. Uh, the graviton ram in range, it's template, uh, concussive one, graviton pulse, grav wave, and haywire. It, it's a template grav weapon. That, that, that's essentially what it is. It is AP4, though. So, I mean, if Thalix come near you, hurt them, I guess. But it is AP4, so it's AP4 template weapon. However, in melee, <laughs> in melee, it is strength 10, AP1, melee, concussive 2. That's so much better. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot better. Yeah, it's it's it punches things. Um, I but, laugh at battle-hardened space marines. Yeah, exactly. Pow! But Ta- my favorite weapon, um, which... I love the fact that it got a globe this edition because no one took it last edition. It's so bad. Uh, but this edition, it has the Solex Heavy Laz cannon. Oh, it's just Heavy Laz. Uh, Solex Heavy Laz. It's 48 inches, strength 10, pardon me, AP 2, and uh, Heavy 3, Armor Bane ranged, and Shock Pulse. So to remind you, Heavy 3, three shots, Armor Bane range means it... it um, Shoot, it's Armor Bane ranged. Two D6 added together to Armor Bane Yep. And Shock Pulse, because it has no value, on a 6+, plus, if you penetrate, uh, you roll a dice. On a 6+, plus, you cause an additional penetrating hit. Um, the reason this becomes much more powerful, in my opinion, than Thanatar is that we were talking about Paragon of Metal, who receives it, right, in the army. And ladies and gentlemen, I present to you who receives Paragon of Metal, and that is the Solex Heavy Laz Thanatar. This thing will make you zero friends, but it is hilarious to use. Uh, so essentially, Paragon of Metal, for those who essentially forgot what Paragon of Metal was, Paragon of Metal gives you essentially the Paragon subtype, which we talked about before. Um, it basically, it stops you from, uh, it, it, you lose the um, automatic behaviors, essentially, so you don't have to shoot the closest, essentially. Um, but it gives you, it will not f- die four up, which is nice on a seven wound model, right? It gives you Rampage 2. You're only one model, so if someone you know, comes into combat with you. Now you're at five attacks with strength 10 AP one, which is not bad. Um, it gives you a plus one weapon skill. So now your weapon skill four. Okay. It gives you extra wound. So now you're eight wounds, but my personal favorite is that you get precision strikes and precision shots four plus meaning now this last cannon is shooting three shots at precision strike four up. So if there's a Praetor, a Primus Medicae, an Apothecary, Karn, a Sergeant, literally any infantry model you want to delete off the battlefield, shoot at that unit because you can precision strike four upon it. And remember, the Bolt Cannon gets precision strike as well. And because it can't be challenged, let's say someone charges you into combat, you, you can also precision strike four up. So that's strength 10 AP1 where you want it. Not a four plus, I should say. Yeah, that that does feel like a essentially a necessary upgrade for this model. It is. To, to, to it really absolutely one thousand percent is so great. Now, now, as a slight warning, uh, I don't think they fixed this. Okay, so this is one of those things where it's they didn't add it in there, and it's an obvious mistake. But because it's not there, eh? um, because you replace the Paragon unit subtype, you still can't react with it. Um, 
which is weird because you lose everything but the ability to react because reaction is automata, not cybernetica. So it's kind of weird um, because the whole entire idea of Paragon of Metal is that you are your own unit, right? Yeah. Um, with what that unit? But whatever. Who cares? I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. That that's a balanced thing. There you go. But anyway, yeah. So um, yeah, no, it's it's it's. I mean, plasma mortar. Absolutely amazing. Love it. You take, you know, two of them in a, I take two separately. You could take them in a talon. Oh, I should have explained what Thanatar Mantle is. Thanatar Maniple is. Um, a Thanatar Maniple is exactly like what you think is. Essentially, um, you deploy them in unit coherency, but afterwards they independ- They uh, operate independently. So it's very much it's like a, a talon. Uh, Same talon, thing. yes. Yep. But that's essentially your Thanatar Maniple. It, 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 um, it uh, essentially is 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 you independent. So yeah, you have your plasma, which is amazing. You have your laz, which is amazing. Now it is going to run you a cool. It's like I got to figure out here. It'll uh, be two ninety. Two ninety. Yeah, two ninety. I've gotten my points back every single game. Um, I don't think I've not done well with the Thanatar with the uh, the Paragon of Metal and the Laz Cannon. Um, the amount of things I've killed with that thing is just it's obscene. Absolutely obscene. Yeah, maybe precision shots four up was a bridge too far. Yes, a thousand percent. But even here, it's not even the precision shots. You charge in, right, with your Praetor and your Salamanders, right? And I'm outnumbered. I get five attacks. Let's say I hit you on fives. Two of those are going to be hit on a five up. Or one of those is going to be hit on a five up, sorry. One of those is going to be a five up that I precision strike into your Praetor. And you most likely have a 50-50 shot of just dying because it's strength 10 AP1. I mean, it's, yeah. I, I, I see why you say it is, you know, it, it is the anti-friendship maker. Yes. You know. Now, you can only take one Paragon to metal, by the way. <laughs> Slight side note. Thank oh, you. I did I wait? Did I say? Yes, I did say what. Uh, I'll give you a second. I just want to make sure. I did say what shot. Oh, I made a mistake. Apologies. Oh man! Right. Now I got to put a little. When I talked about shock pulse, I apologize to my view, my listeners. I actually made a complete mistake, and I do you apologize. Said, you mentioned talking about exoshock instead, didn't you? I was thinking yeah. exoshock. Oh, complete yeah, apologies. Put, put put a timer on there before someone yells at me. Shock uh, pulse is even. Oh, shock I already pulse have, is even scarier. I, I already <laughs> have to edit out your drinking and all that kind of stuff. So oh, I just sneezed. I haven't drink yet. I got my yeah, cup off. I can on the floor. hear you each time you do it. Yep, um, I hear the ice rattling. Oh, so um, what was I going to say? Uh, shock pulse. Apologies, is even scarier. Shock pulse is that if you hit a, uh, well, essentially if you hit a tank, um, I don't think it affects automata though. Just give me one second. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, what's funny is there is any vehicle. Oh, no, it is Dreadnought. Oh, Jesus Christ. So any vehicle, including super heavy vehicles, Dreadnought or Automata models that suffer a penetrating hit or an unsaved wound from this weapon uh, may only fire snapshots in the following game turn. Yep. So let's say you don't want you don't have a Praetor out there to snipe and kill and the person brought a super heavy. Huh? <laughs> Just shut it down for a turn. Shut it down for a turn. Yeah. No, it's... it's, it's- yeah. This is good. I, I'm not a huge fan of the look, but it is just good overall. Really? Yeah. Wait, the no, plasma it's a or the, robots the, do not like. 
I just don't like the look of the giant robots. See, I like this one because it is it is the Castlacs are kind of weird because I, th- I think they're too shoulder heavy and their legs mm. are a little skinny. I think this is just the appropriate amount of like, you know, thick. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, right. it's a it's a good model, good points. This yeah, don't go wrong with that one. All right. Um. Now we talked before about for the next one the crack notes, but I I don't. Were we saying that you should do it, Steve, or I should do it? That's at the end of the day, I you wasn't should. sure who we referenced. No, I should, David, okay. yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's the part I wasn't sure of. At the end of that discussion, I don't know what the actual word. This is was. up your alley. That's why. That's fine. <laughs> All right, so we are skipping over to the Kraknos, so that way Dan can do the Myrmidons um, shortly. So um, this is built on, before we actually talk the thing itself, it's built on the same frame or, or base look that their Trios armored conveyor is, but this one has more weapons and some extra bits and bobs on it. So it's 225 points, expensive boy, but we're having support. Move at 12, so decent movement, plus a skill 4, of course. It's 14, 12, 12. Keep in mind that for these vehicles, they're very long rectangles. So 14 front armor is great, but you have huge sides with five hull points. It's, of course, a vehicle. has the shock ram, which we previously talked about. Um, it has a hull front-mounted uh, Kraknos mortar battery. Does someone have that weapon? Yes, open? I do. Okay. Oh, my God. This Okay. The Friendship Maker Part 2. Um, it is 60 inches, strength six, AP four. Okay. Heavy one, massive blast. This is not large, but this is massive. So it's a seven inch blast. Yep. Barrage, flesh bane. So two plus to wound. Radphage. We don't care about that rule. Ignores cover. Pinning. Shell shock three. Crawling fire. That's good. Yeah. So, so. Seven inch blast. Why bother crawling fire? Because you you could hit more people. So remember, hit more crawling people. fire crawling fire means once the you put down the template where it is, you can move it up to two inches, but it has to cover more models. This thing is huge. Now your your ability for it to scatter away is pretty small because of how big this is and with your ballistic skill of four. But that does mean you could move it that little bit to make sure you get something else, or you move it a little bit to maybe tag that next unit who maybe you missed entirely because you're hoping to pin them because you're shell shock three. So it's, it's not the most deadly weapon, but you are absolutely going to have a good shot at pinning people, which is honestly, to some extent, depending on what you're doing, just as good. It has a two sponsor mount and lightning locks. What's a lightning lock do? So do you like blast? Because we got more of it. It's 36 (laughs) inches, strength seven, AP three, heavy one, Small blast, rending four up, shred, exoshock four up. So I mean, so that that's your gun that's actually going to probably do more of the killing then. Yes. Yeah, the other gun will will pin people and it's a giant blast like you're going to catch people in it. But the other weapons are actually where are going to take people down. It does have a flare shield, so it's going to count as a fifteen in that very narrow front, and it comes automatic with searchlights. So you don't have to worry about paying for extra. Sixteen on that. versus blast. Ooh. Yes. Make vindicators even more useless. <laughs> um, for options bigger. we'll talk about the special rules in one second options you can put some hunter killer missiles on it no um, special rules so galvanic <laughs> traction drive that's the uh, re-roll your, uh, that, that's the same one that the tri- triaros yep. has re-roll, yeah. must re-roll fail dangerous terrain yes so that's nice and simple and hazardous munitions <laughs> this is I'm assuming you hurt your, you can hurt yourself <laughs> so I have, I don't have that up. page open 
Yeah, this one Steve can read because I laugh at this Um, one. Yeah. So, if a model with this special rule suffers an explodes result on the legal damage chart as a result of a melee or shooting attack, the explodes result causes nearby units to suffer a strength 8 AP4 hit for each model within D6 plus 6 inches (laughs) instead of the usual damage and area of effect. So instead of the normal D6 inches... It's trying the AP dash is normally what it is. You are six plus D six and you actually have an AP. The AP, when you're talking about this army matters, many other places it doesn't so much. I mean, if you're going against, you know, solar auxilia, sure, but against the mainline armies, it doesn't matter. But if you're fielding this army, that is a legitimate threat. Then the explosion to your own army, because you'll have uh, four up save items. I, I was going to say that's, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a danger to anyone though. Like, okay. Well, I'm talking about, so so here's the distinction, a normal explosion. uh, So if you're a space Marine, other than distance, this explosion is no worse because the AP is irrelevant. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm saying like, when you think about a normal explosion, one, this is also bigger, but also two, since it has this AP versus this army, they actually care about it. Yeah. Because like Thalax are going to not appreciate it. Nope. Yes. Um, the thought part that will help some of those is they end up being toughness five, so they're not doubled out. But yeah, no, if you if you blow up, because remember, since this is a heavy support, it's more likely to probably be to hurting your own army slash maybe the unit that went in to go and kill it than the opponent, because it's not going to be in the middle of the opponent's line. This thing is you know thirty six inch range, sixty inch range. It's sitting back, and especially yep. with your giant blast. Your goal is to probably hit, yeah, hit about thirty six inches away. You put your giant template. You pin a bunch of stuff, and the other weapons go in and kill a few things. So I have seen someone take two of these and then like a, a maniple of Thanatars, right? No, that's um, just too much. Yes. So it was night fighting turn one, and the Karaknos, I think this has to be a record, from the two units pinned seven units. Just I can see that, yeah. Because a it was ma- minus four leadership. A massive blast you're seven. not going to be able to spread out enough to really get away from. Especially if they go first, because just based on deployment, assuming your stuff isn't all in safe vehicles, if you actually have infantry, you're not going to be able to spread them out far enough that this giant blast isn't going to be catching at least a few units. Or or even if it only cuts one, that plus the other two guns is going to decimate that unit, and they're not going to do anything for a while. Yep. Um, It was seven units pinned from two tanks. I I was – because I was watching the game, and I'm just like, oh. And the Thanatars just walked up and – um, it, it actually yeah. feels a little cheap for what it can do. Yes. A hundred percent. Although I will say, and and this is true, I think, of any sort of scatter thing. Again, the giant seven-inch blast, maybe not quite as much. But since you scatter, you could actually do really bad. So there is a chance very little happens. Now, the seven's true. tougher to scatter away. But on scatter, on, on weapons that scatter, I do think they err a little bit on the cheaper side. Because there's a chance your weapon does yeah. zero. I mean, how many times we had though, a large blast go eight inches away? Very true. But here's the problem. Yeah. It's it's 2d6 minus two because you still have the – the I say minus two. Technically, it's not. But you do still correct it two inches. Yes. So yeah. there is that. Yeah. To an extent, you're almost shooting at – well, remember, you correct it, but you have to cover more is the problem. More, yes. So um, you, you can move it, but like you can't hit another unit if moving to the other unit doesn't get you additional models. So – it, it it comes into play. It's absolutely a great piece. Um, no, I do like this one. Um, 
I, I like it, at least when I look at it, a little bit more than the conveyor because I think its look is a little bit nicer. Again, it's the same basic body, but has some weapons hanging off the side. Mm-hmm. And um, its missiles are, are what the other thing are. You can kind of see it along the top is essentially a bunch of missile you racks. You can actually build it with the missile racks down, too. I don't know why you would. Um, but you can, I, I own this. That's because what owned they ruin the past profile. Ends. Yes, it, do, it does change out the profile a lot. You can at least see the weapon, but yeah, it's a very different profile then. Yeah. I like um, silhouette. Yes. I mean by profile, yeah. by the way. Um, yeah. Also, I hate the mounting of the lightning locks. They, so do, they look kind of stupid because they're just... It's like two wings. arms holding bags yep. off to the side. The good news is... So, I don't know how hard it is to explain this. It's The lightning locks are have four modes of articulation. Uh, or three, okay. sorry. I can't... Can't count. It's... Uh, so what, there's up, a mo- down, it's, it's a, left, it's a, right. Yes. It's a ball and socket joint uh, on, the, on the tank chassis. Oh, it's God. a elbow joint on the L, and then it's a ball and socket joint on the gun. Okay. If that makes yeah. any sense. No, it makes That's sense. way too many degrees of freedom. Yeah, so you That's have – So when I built mine, for example, I built it in such a way that it, like, it was more tucked in because the problem is you will <laughs> hit everything on the board <laughs> and scratch it. If you don't it, tuck them in, it's it. their wings. Yeah, essentially. You got to tuck them in. Otherwise, you got a giant pair of wings. Another way you could build them is like you do the inverted L. So you know how – so you see on the picture they're like – it looks like an L. It looks like a triangle going up, right? Yeah. People will uh, have it where it's more like um, let's say an arrow pointing to the right or an arrow pointing to the left, right? So they'll have the All lightning right. locks going up like 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 chicken wings essentially. Which I don't like. It looks kind of I, weird. I like think that, that, works. I, that to me that's worse. But yeah, it is. But it makes it fit more. Yeah. All right. Um, it is a really cool tank. I do like this, and I do like the look of it more. So if I was doing this, I would run these instead of Thanatars. Personally, I'm not saying it's better, but I'm just not huge on the Thanatars personally. All right. Um, before we go back to Myrmidons, Steve, oh, yeah, do you want to do Cryos, and then we'll go back to Myrmidons? Sure. So, uh, the Creos Battle Tank, they, uh, Creos Squadron, rather, there are two versions. You have the Battle Tank and the Venator. Stat-wise, they are identical. Used to be two different unit entries, but now it's one. So, uh, okay, now you can mix and match. For stats, we have Movement 16, Ballistic Skill 4, Front Armor 13, Side Armor 12, Rear Armor 10, and 4 Hull Points. So, it's Predator equivalent with a little extra power in that uh, drive system, especially since this is a fast vehicle. Um, for those who don't know what fast vehicles do, such as myself, I just learned this like 10 minutes ago, a fast vehicle um, always comes with moving combat speed, so it can move its full 60 inches and shoot without any penalty, or which is insane. you can move double speed at the risk of hurting yourself. It, uh, you roll a die, and on a 1, you take a glancing hit, and you can only fire stab shots. That's not a bad downside to be able to go 32 inches for some yeah, reason 30, if you needed to. 32 inches, it's I'll put it, I, again, as someone who knows someone who owns this, 16 is more than enough to get on flanks of shit. It's, oh, it's sure so is, gross. Dude, when you're saying the Thanatar moved 8, I was shocked. Because that's fast. For something that... I mean, it's big, so it's long legs. But anyway, Krios. Um, you can take up to two extra tanks for 125 each, so it's a straight linear growth. Um... You can upgrade any of the tanks in the squadron 
to the Venator version. Uh, oh my God, I forgot to talk about the weapons. I got you. Basically, though, so what, here's where it differs. One has a lightning cannon. One has a pulsar fusel. It's 25 extra points for the pulsar fusel. The lightning cannon um, is going to be a arc weapon. It's got a 36 inch range, strength 7, AP 3, um, heavy 1, large blast 5 inches, rending on a 4 up with shred, and exoshock 4 up. So it's. That's really good. That's. Yeah. That's solid. Um, rending 4 up is just a nice place to be if you're going to have rend, because, yeah. Shred is nice because you shoot a dreadnought, now you're rending it three quarters of the time. It's pretty solid. Not going to lie. I'd be happy to have that. It's large. Um, and if blast, you upgrade it, which is Pulsar Fusel. This is um, a LAS type weapon. The Pulsar Fusel is 36 inches again. It's got strength 9, AP 2, so we got LASCAN profiles, except it's Ordnance 4 and pinning. Uh, Ordnance is roll 2 roll dice, two take, dice the take the highest. Is that better than re rolling? So it is just objectively better than re rolling. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yes, although Ordnance also has some downsides in terms of being able to fire and move with certain things. On a vehicle, it's not as bad, but it does mean if. Oh, it's the only weapon you got, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, yeah. exactly. I was gonna I say, mean, I you say. could take some central line mounted Volkite calibers for 30 points a month. <laughs> yeah, but okay, no, no. That's aggressively high for what you're getting. Calibers aren't that good. For like 10 points, sure. I might do it on the base of Creos. Not on this thing. Um, yeah, you can also get some hundred killer missiles if you want. I think don't. both versions of the Creos have places in a list. I probably wouldn't mix my squadrons. But, uh, no, very different great. purpose. Yeah. yeah. But I think both are great. Oh, and I forgot to mention that they have search sites built in. Yay. They have a galvanic traction drive, so they must reroll failed dangerous train checks. And to top it all off, it, it will not die six up. So you lose a hull point. It's okay. You fix it on a six at the end of your turn. Yep. So, so knowing. The, the basics of this army. And again, I mean, we can make an argument for both, sure. But knowing knowing the general way this army looks, which one feels like it's more needed? It, again, we're assuming that maybe people are taking a variety of things. You're not loading down with, I'm not taking three Thanatars because I want variety of stuff. Does yeah. one feel like its weapon is more useful? It, it really depends on what the rest of the list is. Yeah. Because you can find plenty of tank removal in the form of um, photon thrusters and dark lances. Now, it's okay. they're doing it because they have um, that Eldar rule. What's it called? Lance. Because they're lances, right? Yes. Um, you can take multi-meltas on the Thalax, which is cool. Um, most of it you're getting through like Exoshock, for example. Or if you have a Thanatar with a giant Laz, through that. So I'm inclined to say... More generally, you're better off with the um, the Venator with the Pulsar Fusel, just because it gives you that high-strength vehicle decimation. That said, there also isn't that much blast weaponry in the book. And having a base AP3 blast is a pretty solid thing to have, especially when it can move 60 inches a turn and does all this other cool stuff. 
No, I agree with Steve. I, I like the last pulse, but the thing is the last pulses are 25 points per model. So you are now paying 150. But that being said, you have a 16-inch move model with four shots at strength nine and um, ordnance. You're going to flank some stuff. Unless you're hitting like a land raider, right? Because they're 14 all around. Do. No, but I'm saying because they're 14 all around. Oh, for the, for the flanking purposes. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you're going to flank whatever the hell you want, honestly. You know, the, the Krios is both versions are solid. Visually, yeah. I like the base one better, maybe because it came first. So, I guess the classic yeah, is that line. which one? Hold on, I gotta look at that. That's the, the one with the long lightning gun. Yeah, the, no, uh, I don't the like, so has like the, 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 like the three rings all together, and it looks like it should be like a demolisher cannon. No, but it's so a I, I don't like, like they, the they look backwards yeah. compared to what they do. I don't like that flared end to it that does annoy me a little bit on the lightning but, version. Yeah, I I hate that flared like it almost looks like an old blunderbuss. It, it that does kind of annoy me a little bit. By the way, Dave, I know you kind of yes. were talking about these tanks looking. Do you see what the rider is or no? Like, can you let me let me go you, to where the, for these ones? Yeah. Give me a sec. Let me yeah. Get this to is this one. I will Take say the way the rider is in the tank is absolutely hilarious, and I laugh every time someone brings uh, it. Looks almost like a skeleton. Yeah, it's a snail. It, it, he's in his little snail pod. It, it's basically <laughs> um, the original. Um, yep. What's it called? Magos. Uh, it was the original Magos, yeah. Well, no, I was going to say alien guy, the um, space jockey. Oh, it's a space like jockey. Like no, no, but jockey. this also, uh, they don't sell them anymore, sadly. They got them. But the, the Magos man. had the same, yep, snail man. They, okay. had, they don't sell them anymore, but he had this exact same kind of like snail-like profile. And I just love the fact that there's there was a tie-in between the two of them, which is just really cool. Yeah, picture-wise, it's a little bit tough to see him. The angle's um, pretty even bad when you zoom in, it. it's just you a little bit hard. That giant cog and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I really again, like it's that. a long vehicle. Their vehicles all tend to be rather long, so therefore, when they're trying to show it, you actually are pretty far from where the cockpit is. Uh, overall, I think I agree. Weapon wise, I mean, of the two, you know, getting the strength nine shots, even if you're not versus a vehicle. That helps you double out things that you might be worried about otherwise or hit into your dreadnoughts and things like that. You can have other units essentially be doing crowd control. So It is pinning, too. So like yes. the, the last balls are, which is somewhat hilarious. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That gives us some tanks. So why don't we now go back to Dan, and he can talk ad nauseum about these Myrmidons. No, it's really not going to be ad... Well, it is because of one weapon that I refuse to take. Because okay. I didn't know it was this weapon. I'll talk about it. So, Myrmidon okay. Destructor Horse. Yeah, There's a reason why it annoys me. But anyway, so the Myrmidon Destructor Host um, is 145 points, and these are basically the, the heavier version of the Myrmidons. So remember from our last talk, the Myrmidons had the two shoulder guns but they were like medium-sized shoulder guns and an axe. These guys are holding the larger guns. So almost similar profile to the Myrmidons with less attacks. So they got movement six, weapon skill four, ballistic skill five, strength five, toughness five, four wounds, initiative two, two and three attacks instead of three and four, uh, leadership eight and nine, uh, and a three-up save with a five-up invulnerable because they also have their um, refractor field. 
Uh, they have frag and crack grenades. Eh. There's a unit of three. Um, they are heavy, um, so realize that. Uh, they're bulky three, relentless and stubborn. Uh, they're armed with a shock charger, so that's your strength user. So strength five, AP three, which is nice. It's native AP three. Uh, and then, of course, they have their assortment of guns, which this is where I love the Myrmidon heavies because you can really versatile them a little bit. Um, so anyway, you can stock for 145 points for free, basically. You can take Volkite Culverins. So for those who don't know what Volkites are, uh, Volkite Culverins are 48, 45 inches, strength 6, AP 5, uh, 5 shots. Yeah, they are great. Right? So that's 25 shots from a unit, hitting on twos. Wounded on twos, most likely. Excellent amount of DACA, period. Just done. Um, but let's say you want to go a little heavier. Well, for 15 points a pop, oh, I should have mentioned you could take up to 10. Uh, you could take seven more for 40 points a pop, by the way. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. Um, and I agree, by the way. It's this, the same argument I have for Murdermadons, by the way, how they were too many wounds or too cheap to take, is going to be the same exact argument here, so I'm not going to repeat myself. Um, conversion beamer. So you can take a conversion beamer for 15 points each. Now, I was not a conversion beamer person. I did not like the conversion. I didn't understand the concept of the conversion beamer. So for those who don't know, the conversion beamer essentially is the Space Marine one. It gets stronger as you go out. So from 0 to 18, it's strength 6. Uh, I should point out the type is always having one small blast blind. That doesn't change. But what happens is um, from 0 to 18, it's strength 6, AP dash. From 18 to 42, it's strength 8, AP 4. And then from 42 to 72, it's strength 10, AP 1. I never really understood the purpose because I always it was strength 8, AP 4, small blast. So I put a whole bunch of small blasts out on Terminators, but they get to reroll their dual saves. Maybe I kill one if I'm lucky. That was until I played a not, I think it's Dawn of War. What's the... Uh, the uh, 12 inches up, but it's it's uh, not long ways, it's short ways. That's Dawn of War, right? It, it should be. It was always called Dawn of War in the past. Yeah, it, That's probably the name it's, they it's, You deploy, yeah, it basically. Edition. Yeah. I finally got to play a mission that did not include that. My conversion beamers apt. So I shot a Death Guard squad that consisted of 10... Uh, was it Grave Wardens? The, the Grave Wardens, sites. yes. 10 Grave Wardens. wardens. A Primus Medicae and a Praetor in it. And five conversion beamers shot at them at 72 inches. And it wiped the entire squad out. The entire squad got knocked out. Because it's strength 10 AP1 at small blast. So so your problem with conversion beamers were that essentially, to me, it almost sounds like your problem was target priority. Yeah, well, it was more of beamer, range. Well, yeah, yes, I did, but yeah. that's target priority. So when you have a conversion yeah. beamer, you're not going to situate that unit in the middle of the field. You situate them off to a side. That way you can guarantee that you get the distances you need exactly, to be able to yeah. be strength 10 AP1. I wasn't understanding like the concept, I guess. Because remember, I came from playing Cybernetica, and Cybernetica was bully the middle field. You know, mid-range weapons, mid-range and close combat kind of stuff. So I was not used to the <laughs> above 40 inches of range, essentially. Yeah. So now that I understood what they did, I'm like, oh, that makes... And then I used the strength tent to snipe out land raiders, essentially. So yeah. conversion beamers are a great weapon. Court. Yeah. What happened, Steve? You learned how to shoot full court. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. I, I was so used to playing... And again, Myrmidons are very midfield as well, very close range. So playing this was a weird shift for me, but once I understood, I was like, oh, wow, these are amazing. For 15 points pop? Absolutely. Also for 15 points, 
not that I would take this, but it's still hilarious. Um, you could take Graviton Imploders, which are really fun. They're heavy two, uh, sorry, they're 18 inch range, um, AP three. So, okay, they could kill Space Marines. Heavy two, Graviton Pulse, Concussive one, Haywire. So, eh, I mean, you. the problem is you lose all that range and you become 18 inches. For two shots yeah. in the wire. On your, on your heavy support unit, yeah. I usually want to be able to actually hit from far away. Yeah. Then we get to the fun. <laughs> the 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 friend maker version three. Uh, dark fire. So the dark fires are essentially the LAS weapons that we were talking about before. They're just a little stronger. So um, it's the dark fire cannon is 36 inches, strength seven, AP two, heavy two, blind, lance, and gets hot. So it's exactly what the Castellacs have, essentially. Um, so you have your Strength 7, AP 2, two shots at Lance and Blind gets hot. This is great for killing some tanks if you need to, but it's also great for just picking out some Terminators, which is what I tend to use that for. Either picking out Terminators or Contemptors, essentially. Um, and then the last thing, uh, which, okay, so this is where I talk about why I don't want to eat. I thought when I built my Myrmidons, they have a really cool weapon. Um, so Dave is probably going to look this up on Forge World now. But uh, when they package them, they come with three weapons, right? So it's missing technically, what, uh, two out of the five weapons, essentially. And, you know, they come one, one, and one. Now, I bought five, so I can have – I bought five sets of so 15, so I can have five, five, five. Okay. Um, but when I bought them, I thought that the weapon that they came with, because it has two guns on it, it's got two like barrels on it. I don't know if you're pulling it up now, but it's got two barrels okay. on it. I yeah. thought that was the dark fire. It looks like the dark no. fire. It's got, yep, it's got the fins on it like the dark fire. And I was like, oh, screw it, it's a dark fire. And then someone corrected me and said, is there irradiation? So because I play WYSIWYG, I was like, screw it. Let me play with the irradiation engine, you know, one time, see what happens. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? Hmm. Holy hell. Um, so let's talk about what this does, and this is a little bit insane. So Irradiation Engine, you can take for 20 points each, which is nice. It is Template. Okay. Flamer Template, which is really short range, right? Yeah, that's weird. Strength 4, AP 3. Okay, so it's a short range. Uh, flamer Template's great. Flesh Bane, so Wounds on 2s, Ravage. Torrent 12. So we're waiting for you to stop burying the lead and just get to it. Yeah, Torrent. Well, it's at the end. Torrent 12. What the? That is, for those at home, that's that a 20, is a 20-inch. 125-inch threat range. Yeah. yeah. With an AP3 flamer that you can angle, as long as that the, the smaller point, I should say, is closer to you, you can angle it whichever way you want. I use yep. this in a... Um, so I change it to a radiation engines in the event, right? Just try it out. You used it in a war crime? Uh, it was against salamanders, um, and I toasted, oh God, around 57 tactical squads before the fire drakes came in and mopped me up. You mean 57, 50, tactical 57 marines. models. Tactical marines, okay, sorry. Oh my God. 57 tactical lots. marines. I toasted 57 tactical marines before the salamander pyre, uh, pyre, uh, fire drakes came in and mopped me up. Um, it was. But they had to work for it too, from what I remember, right? Like fire yeah, he did. Had that, effort. Well, because he, he had to use his librarian to become strength ten, and also the advanced reaction to become strength ten, uh, which popped myrmidons left and right. But yeah, no, this this was a war crime. I um, 
20 inches is a lot longer than people under people underestimate this. And it could shoot around corners, which is even like stupider. Um, yeah, this is, I was not, I don't run it though, because I don't like flamers and I still want to believe that it's a dark fire. Uh, and cause it's got two barrels. What the hell? Hmm. Um, and I just like dark fire more, even though it gets hot, but yeah, no, the irradiation engine, if you want to just mass AP three flame or something. Yeah. This is, it is yeah, brutal. It, 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 it takes away some of that downside of it being a shorter weapon. So you have to get them there. Yeah. Uh, you you can still fire at a really good distance and with a move of six that means even if you're the normal 24 apart from each other when you move forward turn one you could actually be hitting people or if they've moved up at all you now have them in range yep and and i'm to me i mean it's always the same problem that myrmidons have is that they they have just enough of everything you know their ballistic skill, okay, with that weapon, it doesn't matter. But overall, they have the ballistic skill. The ballistic skill is a little bit better than most. Their toughness is a bit better than most. They have a good amount of wounds. They're actually very tough to take down without just chewing through them one at a time. Again, the biggest difference between 1.0 and this is that in 1.0, they had two wounds and they were absolutely useless because you would just bully them off. I mean, remember, there were no reactions as well, by the way, in 1.0. Yeah. So there were two wounds, no reactions, you just bully off the battlefield, they're gone. And they were They were just as expensive. Now there are four wounds with reactions, which it, it just makes them too much, in my opinion. You, you either have to up the points, or you, I wouldn't say reduce them to two wounds because that's. I think three wounds would be an appropriate amount for the points that you're spending. Um, with gets hot, but yeah, it's it, they're they're yeah. I should have probably waited for the rules to pop before I brought uh, bought fifteen of them. Yeah. <laughs> But it's fine. It's fine. I said I. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> it's okay because it wasn't more custodies. It was yeah. something different. It is very true. It was a completely different army. So that is true. All right. So from there, legacies. Um, no, no. We have what? No, you have the armatures. We have four Sorry. more heavy. Oh, I forgot about yeah. The, the, ar- the armatures oh, are actually the specialized well. armatures. I, I forgot. These are the special yeah. ones. Yeah, it's just a bit of a difference in the order I have for my notes. Who wants to do special armagers? <sighs> do it. There's so much do salt it. around them. Like, no, they're so good. They're so good. Do it. Although I feel like Dave had fun with the landers. I'll, I'll do the Moira. I'll do the Moira. Okay. Rex. So for the Night Moira talent, for 200 points per body, up to four total, you get an armager stat line. Nothing new, right? Movement eight, weapon skill plus six skill four, strength seven, toughness seven. Six wounds, issue four, three attack, issue eight, and a three up save. It's armature type. It, it's Nightmare Axe. You get a Siege Cloth inbuilt, rad, IRAD Cleanser. So that is the one brutal weapon that in this book. Yeah. Yep. Um, along go. with a Flesh Flamer. Okay. Okay. Brutal 2 is cool, I guess. Um, you get a Volkite Vogler. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know for it's it's a heavy five Volkite. That's thirty six AP five. Thank you. Thirty they inches. Have, so they already have one. Oh, thirty, 30 inches, inches, not forty five. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you get an ionic deflector, which is going to give you um, that. What was it? A six up invul? Five up invul? No, it's five up, isn't it? Uh, hold on. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. It's, it's the same as the thing. basic armatures get, and they yeah, get a red get five up, Interestingly don't they? enough, I got you. So it is a five up invulnerable. 
Um, they oh, gain but eternal the weaker war, explosion, right? And D6 plus three, strength eight AP dash. No, it's D6 plus three. Oh, oh so it is a big explosion. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's my big explosion. But five up in Voidable, yep. Okay. Um, they got a Rad Furnace, so in close yeah, combat, they're wounding on one easier than they normally would. So if they're just straight up punching a Dreadnought, um, doing on what? You don't get a bonus to your strength on Siege Claw, right? So it's still just be the equals and so fours, except we cheat and make it threes? So Siege Claw is strength, right, strength times, times two. Yeah, strength times two. Yeah, strength times two. Anything on twos anyway. No, but What's wait, the wait, point wait, of the Rad Furnace? Wait, I got you. Everything on I, twos. I got you. Because if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to flip through the book as quickly as possible. There it is. It gives you immunity. Any, any melee hits allocated to models locked in combat with one or more units that include a model with Rad Furnace require one lower to hit. So, oh, if so the other units charges, get the benefit. Yep, the yeah. other units get the benefit. Okay. I'm I'm slightly less upset now. But yeah, no, um, <laughs> was that where the salt was and then you found out it's actually perfectly No, season? no, no, no. I don't have okay. salt. Everyone else in the world has salt. Okay, this got it. used to be an option for um, night households to take. Yes, it was. <laughs> I still I think you should be able to take a themed night household of Mechanicum specific knights and have these guys, but whatever. Anyway, so yeah, those are the weapons for special rules. We got Fleet 2 Russo pl- Protocol, which is how do you how do you explain this one succinctly, Dan? Oh, you want uh, Grusa Protocol? It just makes yeah. uh, you uh, a unit that includes one or more model with the special rule may make one advanced reaction. Uh, it's the advanced reaction that the I think we covered this with knights, but it's a just no. In case. This is the first time it comes up. Oh, really? Oh, apologies. Yeah. So the Grusa Protocol is an advanced reaction, um, and it has all the advanced reaction. Uh, allotments and everything, so I'm not going to go through that. This advanced reaction may be made when an enemy unit declares a charge targeting a friendly unit with the automata unit type or knight unit subtype with, with which is within 12 inches of another friendly unit that includes at least one model with the Russo protocol special rule and is not itself locked in combat. So that anything that's 12 inches gets uh, that's an automata or knight that gets charged and you're a Grusso knight particle and you're not locked in combat. Anyway, uh, this unit with the Grusa Protocol special rule may make a shooting attack targeting the unit that triggered this reaction and following all the usual rules for the shooting attack. The, a unit that makes a shooting attack as part of the Grusa Protocol reaction may not make any attacks indirectly, so it has to have line of sight, including weapons with the broad special rule or other weapons or special rules that otherwise ignore line of sight. And vehicles may only fire defensive weapons. Template it, weapons used as part of the Grusa Protocol. Use well of death. Okay. Uh, Another unit so- gets to Overwatch. Yes, essentially. It's it's the Sons of Horus advanced reaction, basically, except this isn't once per game. And the unit being reacted to doesn't get cover saves. Yep. Yeah. Um, So that's cool, I guess. Um, That's good. It's helpful in an automata-heavy army because they don't get their own reactions. Yes. Essentially. So it's like, hey, don't worry. I got you. I'll react for you, bro. Um, the Amoyrax talent is what you think it does. You get to take them all and they all split up on their own. They get moved through cover, which is nice. And they have night vision built in. So you're not getting, um, shrouded saves against them. I'm sorry. Night vision's huge. Yes. Um, say, like I said, you take up to three more for a total of four for 200 points a pop. 
you can replace the Volkite or the Siege Claw with either a Siege Claw or a Volkite for free, so you could double up on either one of those. You take a Lightning Lock for five points each. It's the same gun that the um, the War Crimes tank had. The, um, it's, the small, a, it's a small, small, blast. small blast lightning gun, essentially. Yeah. You can take a Conversion Beam Cannon for 10 points, or a Graviton Pulsar for 10 points. A Conversion Beam Cannon is going to be just a normal Conversion Beamer, but one larger on the template side, so it's going to be a 3-inch, it's a 5-inch template. No, 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 Conversion Beamer is still 3-inch. No, no, Conversion Beam Cannon. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the heavy... It, it's, it's, the... The heavy conversion beam cannon is a large blast. The conversion oh. beam cannon is still what? three inch. It just plus one strength. So instead of six, eight, ten, so it's seven, three nine, twelve. Conversion weapons? Are you kidding yes. me? Yes. Why? Well, no, Why? I'm not kidding you. But Why? The heavy for reference, the heavy conversion beam cannon <sighs> is only found in the um Porphyry. How did I say the damn name? I always forget. Porphyrian. Popcorn Knight. Um you also get it on a Predator battle mm. tank. Oh, heavy. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Predators get the heavy. That's why I thought that was the large blast. The heavy one or the heavy. normal? Oh, man. I'm no, gonna the make Predator is the heavy one. Because heavy is the... So for, for the heavy is uh, is the big Porphyrion arm. Mm. Like the, the goofy, big, huge... Cur- like It's bigger than a Predator. I think they just might have conversion beam cannons. I don't know. Dude. Either I way. So, that. Yeah, either case, way. <laughs> I was wrong. Conversion <laughs> beamer, but one more strength. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so totally farther away beam. equals more strong, equals less benefit for that reaction. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, and then there's the Graviton Pulsar. And that one is going to be <clears throat> range 24. No strength. The strength is for suckers. AP 4. Um, so it's heavy 2. 3-inch blast. So it's a 2-shot blast weapon. Very nice. Concussive 1. Graviton Pulse and Haywire. That's all right. Meh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not particularly excited about that one. I like some it's of the, the options a lot better. I like the Volkite I mean, and Lightning. The Pulsar is great if your plan yeah. is to run um, Overwatch Interference. Very true. It's and, like, and, hey, you're moving slower. Bam. Yeah. Oh, that is true. That's a really good purpose for this thing, is to do that. No, did you over... And it is AP3. So, like, remember, we no, talked about AP4. how, like... AP4. Oh, this is AP4? Oh, yeah. I, you know what I saw? I saw the Graviton and Plutarch. I saw the one above excited. it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think with, at least it's a normal Graviton Pulse and not like the big Graviton. The big Graviton is so annoying to run. The Singularity. Ugh. But, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I think it's an interesting choice if you're doing the charge interference. If you want to actually be aggressive with what you're doing, I'd probably take lightning locks times two. I'd still uh, keep a siege claw. He says, maybe. <laughs> and I, I still or double like siege claws. One of the two, personally. Yeah. I, I still see this unit as really useful. And like I said, in terms of you actually get to react back. Something is shooting back. Um, I, I like it. You know, it can even be a bit of a, I don't know if much in here needs a bodyguard. But it can be something that goes along with to either be able to finish up if you have that claw at least on one hand, or shoot something down as it comes rushing in for some of your lighter stuff or things that you would like to be able to shoot back but can't. And and plus, I mean, it's a knight style thing, so I, those I do like the look of. I do like the look of the knight type things. So uh, more acts I do actually like to look up. 
All right. Um, so that heavy support wise, that ends the main things in the book. We would now be looking at the legacies. Um, we haven't, I guess we should talk about the Land Raider because we haven't actually talked about a Phobos at all. Very, very <laughs> this is this very different. Have, have oh, you actually looked it? at this before? Yes. It's got all the options. Oh, you're going to go on <laughs> quite the adventure reading through this. Yeah, thing. enjoy okay. this one. That's why I made you do That's it. fine. I, well, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna shorten the the, the options <laughs> to talk about this. It has a lot of options because otherwise it just takes so long. Okay. <laughs> so, the Land Raider Phobos. Um, what is... I'm trying to remember because there's so many stupid names for all these ones. I think Phobos the is the 40K variant. I think so 40K the Phobos is... is the 40K one, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And there's a variety of out there. All right. So it's move 12, plus skill 4. It's, of course, 14 all around, 5 whole points, transport capacity 12. Um, it is reinforced. So it's a transport as well as reinforced. Um, it has two sponsor-mounted last cannons. And it has a whole-mounted twin-length heavy bolter. So much like... You know, a Proteus tile style sort of thing. Although that's Gravis last cannons, it's just normal last cannons. Yep, these are single last cannons. Yep. Um, it has power of the machine spirit. That's a typical thing for land raiders, and it's an assault vehicle, typical thing for land raiders. Has the same sort of access points you would have for a land raider. The biggest thing for this is the variety of options that it has. Um, so you can remove your sponsor last cannons. You could get more heavy bolters if you want to be terrible. You could get Flamestore <laughs> Cannons. Um, I could absolutely see that because Flamestore and its Strength 6, AP 4, it's Heavy 1, but they are torn 18. Um, normal you know, normal Heavy Flamers and all on a Land Raider, I think you're doing it because you like the idea of it. Unless, I don't know, maybe you're Salamanders and you can make that cool then. But otherwise, I don't think they're very good. Torn 18, being able to throw them out there, now it could actually do something. You could make an argument for that. Casual 26 point. 175 inches or something yeah nuts um plasma cannons which is or or multi-melted so this one gets a lot of very cool options your side can essentially be a variety of heavy weapons um do any of the other land raiders get like plasma cannons on the side no i don't think so no <laughs> no They've never even built that model no so i the, guess the i haven't seen it in a like, i've seen none of these Wait, Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve. Yeah. There is a Land Raider that gets multi-meltas, right? Isn't that the... Yes. Um... So the Achilles has multi-melta sponsors. There it is. Yes. Yeah. And um, from an old White Dwarf article, I think there was one that multi-melta sponsors the Ares. It was like a siege tank variant. Yeah, there was a siege. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's not entirely unheard of, but to have this variety is... Well, okay, this is Mechanicum. These are the people who make the damn things. Exactly. So you're just allowed to put whatever you whatever weapon they got. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you can get rid of your heavy bolter and replace it with a variety of things, including, last can it make sense, plasma fusils, graviton guns, Volkite culverins, multi-meltas. So if you want to add 60 points to this thing, you could actually be carrying three multi-meltas, which is hilarious. Yes. I like the idea of that. It is very expensive, and I'm not <laughs> saying it would be good, but that would be fun. Oh, and you can get one more multi-melta. So for um, 300 points, this thing can have four multi-meltas because you could take a pinnel-mounted weapon. Um, it has, nope. for interesting options, multi-meltas. Okay, multi-meltas, so an interesting option. They can Havoc Launcher, sure, be terrible. Heavy Flamers, why bother? Heavy Bolter, no. Take the multi-melta. If you're going to take one at all, you can buy searchlights. I absolutely do so. And hunter killers, no multi meltas. 
Um, <laughs> no, multi melts. Four. So that's three hundred. I'm points. shocked you aren't, go, you aren't tricking it out in the plasma. Because I like the plasma. So I like the plasma cannons yeah, myself. Strength seven, AP four, uh, with breaching four up. I I don't mind it. My problem with plasma cannon is the same what sort of problem. It's also the strength six, AP three in the turret now. Yeah, very true. Um, I, I guess my. I, I guess the part I'm not quite as sold on about it, and I don't have a problem with it overall, but a plasma cannon always has the chance that I roll the one and I do nothing. So I take these two guns and I took them for points. I added, say, 20 points because I'm not, you know, you, you, oh no, sorry, 10 points total. My apologies. Yep. Oh, so actually turning it all to multi melt is only additional 60. It's not the additional 80. But okay, so for 10 points, but there's a chance I roll some ones and I don't do anything. In a squad of 10, like I took, I'm not as worried. I'm going to get, I'm going to get shots out. It's the same reason why when I was playing my uh, uh, Derdeo, what is it, the Plasma Cannonade or whichever, whatever the name of the gun is. The one round I rolled a one. Okay, it doesn't do anything. Here's this model who just doesn't fire now. I want this thing to do something. That's the only reason I would look at the other weapons. You know, again, I, I wouldn't be looking at putting flamers. Maybe the, maybe the Flamestorm, cool, sure. But I, I like it, even if you don't want to load it down with multi melters. Keeping the two last cannons and putting multi melts on the front isn't bad because you do have uh, power of the machine spirit. So the last cannons can fire down range. The multi melter hit for the vehicle a little closer. The one that you kind of feel confident getting through with your two d six armor pen. Um, transport twelve. Now the only thing in this army is we know a lot of things have difficulty in vehicles because a lot of it's bulky and, and all those sort of bits. So you're probably not fitting many models. Um, but it is an assault vehicle. Yes. So that's, that's so, so uh, what, what, let's say I own this um, thing. Murmurons. Because I was, <laughs> was going to say, I, 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 let's say I own this and I've loaded it down with every multi-melt imaginable. So your vehicle is dead. And now I get to charge what's inside. So those those are the two things that you guys see are, are what you want in there. Absolutely. Here's the thing that I'm back and forth with Myrmidons inside is actually not a bad shout because you roll up, melt a tank, Myrmidons melt whatever was inside the tank, the plasma, and then charge whatever's because the Triaros is not an assault vehicle, so you cannot assault no. out of that vehicle. But this thing, you roll up with four Myrmidons with plasma in it. Melta whatever that four meltas into whatever the hell, hell you could just you want. load it up with the bolters and pin something and then charge it. Yeah. Uh, bolters aren't pinned on Myrmidons. They're not. Uh, no. Oh, I thought they're they're they're, they're, they're less range, more shots. Is what? Uh, oh, that's when they are okay. Myrmidons, uh, F tier then. Um, <laughs> literally worst, unplayable. Yeah. Worst reality. <laughs> I agree the Myrmidons could do well, although walking no, toughness no five, four wound models, four. I don't mind to get extra shots with. But, you know, because this is also not a dedicated for anyone, so it is eating the heavy support right. choice. Yeah. I think that's the biggest drawback. I would love this Absolutely. if there's like a zero to one dedicated transport for anything. You're like, yeah, I'm going to build my Land Raider. As a heavy support slot, it feels kind of bad. Yeah. So it's just as so, you can't do a squadron of them. Like if you could squadron them, like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna make a big stupid squad of like a multi melt land raider and a plasma land raider, because it's just people uh, I don't know if you remember these days, like maybe like seven, eight years ago, people hmm. loved to just build land raiders with random weapons on them. Just because oh, yes. they could. 
like you remember that phase, right? Like the bolter chainsword, Daka Daka would always be post up. Here's my laterator with weapon X, Y, Z attached to it. No, that's legitimate. There was a legitimate thing where people were just, I mean, there's a lot of variants and that's probably part of why is because GW saw what people were doing to these things, just throwing whatever the hell they wanted on them. But, um, I was, I really do like it. I do like it a lot. Although taking up your heavy support, although I'm not a big fan of some of the giant robots, I don't necessarily like the looks. So I don't mind taking this with some of the Morax. I think that's a kind of fun heavy support. I'm just salty because custodians can't take land raiders. To be quite honest, no, nope, yeah, can't. I'm still shocked about that because it was I had no picture idea. announcing custodians for. I know, I know, no, we, we know. Hey, one day, one day, I would Dan, buy. I literally said I'd buy a land raider. I will let you. I, I would buy immediately. Thunderhawk and Land Raider. Thunderhawk and Land Raider are my two immediate purchases if they come out for custodians. Thunderhawk being number one. If Thunderhawk comes out, it's immediate. It's immediate. Yeah. That'd be my first Thunderhawk. So if you're listening to GW, if you got spare Thunderhawks you want to sell, bro, do it. immediately. I know. Like, yeah. Do it cart and then, yesterday. And then guess what? Later on, you can remove it, and he'll oh, still own so that Thunderhawk. Oh, I'll, make it, I'll make it worse. They'll allow them in custodies. Dan will buy one in resin, and then like six months later, they'll announce the plastic one. You know <laughs> you know, if that's the sacrifice that needs to occur to get that in plastic, it's worth it. Yeah, I will say that's worth it. I'll take the bullet. <laughs> I'll take the L. I'll take the L so everyone gets the W. Yeah. All right. We all what win. What a hero. Oh, the Macroid. Oh, man. They don't sell that. Do they? No, nope. it's not. Oh, listed. my God. Okay, look it up on Google. This is the coolest. It's actually one of the newer period. models, too, for Mechanica, which is the I'm so surprised. A hundred The Macro Carrot was the replacement for the Land Raider. As the yes. Mechanicum army list evolved. So we had the Land Raider, and they went, okay, like, Land Raiders, we could do oh. better. We could make our own special. Right? Like, this thing. The macro And it's big, too. Before. It's actually bigger than what you look like in the, uh, what it looks like in well, the picture, no. by the way. So, it, it, so it looks it's, huge. And here's why oh, it looks God. huge. When you take a look at this picture, this one, I'll, 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 I'll try to throw this one up for people as well. Um, take one of their, uh, their, their trios or, or, or some of their other vehicles and just... Just make it wider. It, it no, is no. that, but rather than the tracks being inbuilt, the tracks are attached to the side, like yes. fully in their own armored compartments. Oh, and yeah. those tracks are wide. They're like Bane Blade tracks. Yes. And oh, the, the front of it, the guns on the front, just it looks, it's such a cool damn vehicle. And it, I hate it, the fact that it's proud. makes you think of like a, one of those giant horned beetles. Yes. Yes. It's such oh, a like good a looking beetle. Yeah. Those guys. All right, let me. I'll talk about this one since. Uh, all right, so macro the ma- uh, macro carried. I just say macroid. Uh, that's not how you're supposed to say it, but the macro carried explorator is three twenty points, so it's a, it's a hundred more points. Yes, it is movement ten, so it's actually slower than the land raider. Ballistic skill four, so that's the same. All around fourteen HP five. Transport capacity twenty six. That's because you're fitting ten guys in it's each wheelwell. <laughs> <laughs> 20 <laughs> casual 26 you want to fit uh well yeah. it can't be Listen, 10 it's a spartan level. yeah it's, it's 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 thick um it has two hull mounted front uh uh las cannons and two um front mounted uh or sorry not two sorry one hull mounted mauler bolt cannon it's got it's an assault vehicle which is another reason why the macro card was so amazing by the way Power of the Machine Spirit, Smoke Launchers. It has an access point on each side, so it's not a front. It's only on the sides. 
Uh, and very much like the Land Raider, it is very convertible. So you can exchange the Molar Bolt Cannon for a Culverin, Multi-Melta, Twin-Linked Plasma Fusel, Twin-Linked Irad Cleanser, uh, another Laz Cannon, Conversion Beamer, and a Graviton Imploder. Um, but <laughs> um, if you really want, you can exchange for 20 points. Well, for, you can exchange its front-mounted Laz Cannons for uh, two, uh, two Twin-Linked Molar Bolt Cannons, meh, two uh, Twin-Linked Laz Cannons, Okay, or two twin, uh, two uh, irradiation engines. One. Yep, two irradiation uh, engines for twenty points. I wanted it's, this tank for that exact reason. Oh just, my god! Yes, so good. Such a W. <laughs> eighteen. Eight, oh my god! Eighteen inch flamer at AP three shooting out the front, and it's torrent gold. And it looks the coolest, in my opinion. It is. It is one of the cooler looking options. There's a. Let me see if there's. Oh yeah, it does have it on Google. Yeah, you're able to find it. It's actually it. what the stock model came with, the irradiation really? engines. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why every picture of one has them. Oh, you know, like gosh. how every picture of the Mark 6s had plasma pistols and not bolt yeah. pistols on the sergeant? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, no. I'm so depressed that this thing doesn't exist anymore. It actually hurts my soul. Uh, it is a shame because it is, of their tanks, it's the one I like the like the look the best of. Because when it, it has some similarities, obvious similarities to some of their, you know, when you take a look at pretty much their other two vehicles, but this one, you know, it just looks a lot better. It's a lot wider. Like I said, when it's offset, it kind of fits a little bit more of, I don't know, to me, a tank. So no, I really do like this one. It is a shame that it's not a thing. I guess that's why it's in Legacies and not the main book. Yeah, which unfortunately I, means I literally it's not don't back. know. So I'm. This is me. Maybe GW listens. I would love to know why GW discontinued it because it's not and like it's, people didn't buy it. So I'm I saw looking people... at the model and trying to figure it out myself. I think it has to. So usually when something like appears and vanishes that fast, it's some sort of casting issue, right? Yes, because just like it's always a production. Okay, I'm I don't know how this model breaks down. Oh, I have the instructions right here. Hold on. <laughs> Like, I actually it could so, be that yeah. um, it had like severe issues either with like filling the mold properly or maybe like even beyond the legendary forge world quality control of um, warping potentially. Low, low. Um, so to give you an idea, by the way, Steve, um, yeah. I think I'm agreeing with you here because I think uh, I was talking with someone about this too. But this is very weird. This is recent. Um, we're casting the hardest thing we're casting is depth. Right. Absolutely. Yes. That, that because it's a shrinkage issue, and right? Actually, here, let the me, larger a cross section is, the more that cross section is going to deform as the material cools yep. down and shrinks. And yes. since I have the Discord open, so because uh, the way I'm looking at it, maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. Because I don't know. But here's like the instruction sheet. Um, the the tracks were all one piece. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a thickness. But problem. here's the thing. So was the no, no but so is the um, Triaros. The Triaros. So that's has thinner because think about where the. Uh, um, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. The Triaros is thinner. And and here's the other question: the the Triaros, are, is it or always is this? It's fully armored, so it has a yeah. lot wider. Like you don't have the depth yeah. to relieve the thickness. Yeah. Issues for the Triaros. Is it always fine those sides? Because Dan, I know you have some. Yes. Is there no, no, they were fine. No, they weren't thick. They weren't. Um, the only pro- but there are also multiple pieces. So the Truros has its track piece, which is thick. But then you put like two inside. There's an outside piece and an inside piece. 
don't okay. know if that made any sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, that. okay. I built so enough models is, to understand that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it's hollowed, whereas this thing isn't. And it's the it's lack of being the... hollowed that causes yeah. such an issue with Castle. Oh my god! I found the Dang. picture of the of the tracks. The gates are so. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Look how thick. That's so stupid. Oh my god! How do I give this to you guys? But, um, Hold on. Yeah, that that that's. If I had to guess, that's where it went wrong. There, which is those, a shame those are the gates. Because those are the gates, a... guys. <laughs> yeah. Now remember, so, this thing is an inch thick. At like its thinnest point, yeah. And then you look at that gate. Good <laughs> God! Get the chainsaw. No, I agree. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Manufacturing. Right. Um. But yeah. So that that that's it's a really cool model. Um. I didn't love it at first, but it grew on me. And then as soon as I was like, "Yeah, I like this," it's gone. Yeah. Like I said, it's obvious that it was definitely a casting sort of issue. Because keep in mind, for anyone who doesn't know these sorts of things, it is also exceptionally expensive to make molds and all of that. That's the biggest cost. Uh, now, I'm not saying that GW doesn't you know charge a bit more than you know other people, of course. But your biggest cost, the reason why you have to have that, is because it costs you tens of thousands of dollars or more to make molds. My guess is, like you said, yeah, they were having weird warping issues. The molds weren't working well. The molds could break. That's why some models essentially go out of print for a while because they actually, the molds break. And then it's, do they have to make brand new molds, go through that process? So there's probably a lot of that at play, unfortunately, for this very cool looking model that you can't find now. Yeah. Shame. Uh, Bring yeah. it out in plastic. You won't do it. You won't do it. No balls. Oh my God. Could you imagine if it comes out of, oh my God, don't do this to me, GW, please. It won't. <laughs> Not anytime soon. Oh, it definitely won't. It definitely won't. No. All right, that puts us on to the tank battery. The next very customizable unit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this is something that was accessible only to a specific sub-faction of Mechanicum, which was the auto-reductor list. So we had the Tagmata, we had the Cybernetica, and we had this little appendix for the auto-reductor. And this was their baby, right? So for this 150 points base... You get uh, movement 10, ballistic skill 4. One second, stop. Okay. All right, I'll, sorry I'll about that. It. There was You're a weird not... little thing that happened because I accidentally hit a button. Go I was ahead. Restart the entry. Yeah. So, uh, order reductor, yeah. artillery tank battery. For 150 points, you're going to get a movement 10, ballistic skill 4, armor 11, 11, 10, hull points 3. So, you got a rhino that's a little bit slower. Why are you spending 150 points on a rhino? Because it comes with a turret mounted whirlwind missile launcher. And a twin link bolter and smoke launchers. Eh. What could we do about that? So we could add two more tanks to the squadron for 125 each. Okay. We can then exchange the turret mounted whirlwind missile launcher for one of the following. You could take a centrally mounted demolisher cannon for 10 points, or a magna laser destroyer for the same points. You could take a turret mounted gravis melta cannon array for 20 points, if I correctly. Is that the one on the Leviathan? Oh, no, that's on the no, next page. No, that's a cyclonic <laughs> Melta Lance. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe we should go one by one through this, the stats. Um, you can take an Earthshaker Cannon, take a, a Medusa Siege Mortar, take a Mars Colossus Bombard. Um, it's an artillery tank. Going through the weapon options there, stat-wise, um, if the Whirlwind Launcher... 
that has three firing modes. You have the, the HE, the AP, and the AA missile. For the high explosive version, you have strength 6, AP 4, 40 inch range, ordnance 1, barrage, and a 5 inch blast. Cool. For the armor piercing, you have strength 7, AP 4, uh, 3 inch blast, reaching 4 up, ordnance 1, barrage. And for the AA missile, you're getting ordnance 1, Twillington Skyfire on a strength 7, AP 3 package. Um, so it's, you know, it, it gives you the Mechanicum. I think it's only anti air in the game. The only one we've seen, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's neat, I guess. Um, then we have, you know, our, our Demolisher Cannon, same as the Space Marines get. Same exact disappointment. Uh, Earth whoa, 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 wait, hold on, pause. Get. You same shit on the Demolisher Cannon. It's, it's still strength 12, but it's AP brutal 3. But it's AP3 brutal three. Rending six. It's not going to kill a Terminator. I, I, it, it can't even kill a Rhino, Dan. Uh, yeah. It, it's not a yeah. good gun, unfortunately. It takes three Demolisher Cannons to kill one Rhino. Nah. Nah, fam. The, the problem is what you want to fire a Demolisher at, it's ill-equipped to do. Because it's AP3 to a vehicle, I can't explode it. With Strength 12, I'd like to hit a vehicle. I'm not going to do anything to it. And in a small blast, I'm going to hit two, maybe three Terminators. I'm going to kill two or so terminators and that's assuming my blast doesn't scatter too far because it is a small blast much easier to scatter yep it, it's it's not good guys just move on nope <laughs> um earthshaker cannons same as the marines get for their um basilisks not impressive strength line's cool but it's only ap4 i mean shred is cool i guess large blast at least yay but it, it's AP4. It's not killing Marines. Uh, Medusa Mortar, also AP4. But at least you're renting six. It, it's not killing Marines. Nope. The Mars Colossus Bombard, range 12 to 72, which I assume means has a minimum range. Yeah, it's a minimum yes. range. Um, as a strength 7, AP4, Ordnance 1, Barrage, okay? It's large blast 5 inches, pinning and ignores cover. Oh, they give such a cool name. Got you all hyped up, and then it's only strength seven. Uh, so uh, of those ones yeah. right there, I like it better than some of the ones because at least it ignores cover. The barrage, you don't have to worry about the and pinning as well. So it's it's. I'm not saying you should necessarily take it, but it's not a terrible option. But the other two, or the other two bombards are also pinning though. The Earthship yeah. Medusa, and at yeah. least they they get the instant death versus Marines, whereas this. Yeah, awesome. uh, I guess it's just it cover. If, if you really, if covers a real problem. And it's never going to be because it's base six up, five up for a ruin, four up if you have um, a bonus. Generally, you don't really care about cover in this yeah. edition. Like, you didn't care last edition, you really don't care this edition. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Uh, so those less, all sucked. The more you talk, yeah. Yeah. So those all sucked. Next up, we have the Magna Laser Destroyer. This is the good gun. This is the one you always take on your Vindicators because you're getting 36 inch range, you're getting strength nine, AP one. Ordnance three and twin linked and extra shock six up. Yeah, you you, you take that. Yep. Yeah. For for only ten more points, so one hundred sixty base, one hundred thirty five for the extra tanks. You 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 go you go with that. Yep. But in case three shots was not enough shots for you, you can instead take a melt a cannon array. You're going to go down to twenty four inch range and strength eight, but you keep that nice AP one 
you go up to heavy four, you get Armbane at half range because Armbane melted and it's twin linked. So you lose the extra shock, gain the Armbane. Uh, I still like the Laser Destroyer more because you have to get within 12 to use the Armbane. Yup. Laser yeah, Destroyer like... is the optimal choice. Yep. The Laser Destroyer just becomes uh, what you find is if your concern is armor 14s, the Laser Destroyer, not great. Um, again, because you have a shot at, but not a good shot. The Melta Cannon Array becomes a lot better. But against just about everything else, the other option does you quite a bit good, especially for the extra range. You've heard place Salamanders. The Melta Cannon is objectively worse. Okay, yes. <laughs> That's very true. Yes. In that case, it's also objectively worse. Um, or well, if, yeah. you know, you tend to see... I, I don't know. Um uh, no, I guess so here's the problem. Either. We're already saying the laser destroy is what you want to go with, and then the melt cannons another ten points on an already overcosted chassis. Because remember, this yeah. is only front armor eleven. It's not mounted on a vindicator chassis. It's a basic rhino chassis. It's squishy. Yeah, you don't want to you make want this the, thing too expensive. Yeah. Um and then Aside from that, all those primary gun options, you could also take a hull-mounted heavy bolter or heavy flamer. And, or you can also take a hunk to killer missile, a nozer blade, and a searchlight. It's... This this unit exists. Like, I mean, the melta cannon's on a turret, at least. Maybe that's why it's another 10 points, get the 360. But, um... This unit's probably one you leave at home in this edition, unless you desperately need anti-air. Yeah, if well, if you, you be like, desperate. if if you like running specific things, if you're doing order overductor, and you want to run something that is specific to you, sure, you know you have something with your name on. It. It's not that you can't run it otherwise, but you know something with your name on it. But the, the problem, the biggest problem is the cost related to its armor. Like I said, yeah. this is a rhino for quite a bit of points with potentially a very good gun. But your opponent knows that. So if you either can't hide it or aren't going first, I'm going to kill this thing. Yep. I, I, and, and at 11, you, you figure, let's assume you're playing a, a you know big point game or a reasonably big point game, say 3,000 points or so. I'm going to have something with, say, a last cannon or something like that that can reach across the board. I hit you with that, even if I don't necessarily kill you on the first shot. Maybe I will. But even if, if I don't, if I make you snap shoot or anything like this, I don't care really about your guns anymore. I can wait an extra turn. You could penetrate this tank with a um, the bigger Volkites. Yes. The strength I seven could... ones, right? Because they go yes. strength yep. seven. Yeah, right. Or even the strength six ones. I, actually, um, yeah, more likely the strength six because those are some of the ones like the Culverins where you're going to get five shots a guy. My squad that gets 50 shots, I'll, I'll kill this tank. I'll get enough you sixes. You can't respond because it's a tank. And That's the other thing. Like none of your weapons are um, return fireable. Yeah, the, the, the like biggest none of them. That's probably uh, honestly its biggest downside is the fact that it really can't do anything back. So if you put it them. where I can see you, it's dead. Yep. One of the barrage profiles for the whirlwind, the um, the high explosive one, is only strength six. So you could use that. Shoot back. It shouldn't be taken anyway. You don't want yeah. that for this this tank. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Um, don't take this one, guys. It was no. cool last edition, sort of. Even then it Honestly, it just suffers from... Last edition, you got an yeah. armor bonus if you took something besides the whirlwind. Yeah. And they didn't do that this edition, and they really needed to. 
Yeah. Honestly, it, it's just, it sucks because it kind of suffers from, uh, listen, I understand why they got rid of a lot of the AP from Blast. I, like, I'm not stupid. But this suffers the most because, okay, it hits large blast at AP4. Okay. Doesn't, it doesn't do anything. No. It doesn't do anything. I mean, if, if, if you're playing Mechanicum and you're worried to me that it's too good, here's a nice way to take a unit, take points, and play down. Because, unfortunately, you are absolutely playing down. Yup. Um, all right. That's enough time spent on mediocrity, which, unfortunately, that is mediocrity. Yeah. So, let's take a look at what Reductor can do with a Minotaur battery. So, what's this guy look like? Um, he is much more expensive, 280 points, so we're almost double. But um, move eight, let's go for front 13, so already alone, and rear 13, which is funny, related <laughs> to side armor 12. Um, <laughs> that, to me, is hilarious. Uh, four hull points. It is a slow vehicle. It is reinforced, so you're not really moving this thing well at all. Oh, and what's funny is if someone gets in the close combo with you, you hit back armor. The side oh, is actually better, is but you don't low. get that choice. Oh, lowest is it now? It's not bad. Yes, it has a special rule to address that. Oh, so if okay. you don't know the Minotaur model, it is a, what is it, the Malkador backwards oh, yeah, with a double um, Earthshaker cannon in the back and a giant yeah, brass shield. Yeah, those other ones. Um, open crew compartment. Um, if you're hitting it in close combat, hit the lowest facing. Okay, that's so weird then that they gave it back of 13. But I understand because, yeah, it's heavy in the Because you drive it backwards. Less than back. That's yes. why. All right. Um, it has a centerline rear mounted twin linked Earthshaker cannon and smoke launchers. Um, and the special rule is that it has that open crew compartment. You can take more of them. Um, you can take an additional one for 235. You can put some front mounted uh, 100 killer missiles or searchlights. So for the weapon, <laughs> um, and you take the searchlight, and here's why the weapon, it's 240 inches. So you can you hit wherever you want. That's not a problem. No minimum, which is is very interesting actually on this one. Strength on AP four. It's ordnance one barrage. It's a large blast. Has shred and pinning. Um, for two hundred and eighty points, why doesn't it have rend? Because or at least twin link. This the double. Oh, never mind. It's twin. It, the okay. The weapon is twin link on the profile. Okay, never mind. We're, yeah, we're good. yeah, yeah. Because it's shred. But um. But, uh, oh yeah, shred, and it is actually twin linked itself. My apologies, yeah. the word gear part. Why isn't it rending at least? Because I'm spending near three hundred points. The people who did this didn't because play the Medusa is rending. This is an Earthshaker, duh. Okay, then it should do something else crazy. It should shake I, the earth. I'm very it's underwhelmed. It should have shell one. shock if, at the very least, the Earthshaker That's not series enough. weapons. You got shell shock like that. two. I still, well, I'm spending near 300 points. And... Oh, I'm not saying this is bad. I'm saying all the Earthshaker weapons are bad. Oh, okay, yes. That, yes so I all the Earthshakers should get Shell Shock 2. And then this one should maybe get AP3 base because it's 300 points. You you could you could afford to give it AP3, I promise. It, it easily Because everyone's bringing Terminators everywhere anyway. Yeah, I, I'd have no, you know, give it the AP, sure. Or give it a 7-inch blast. You know, like it has two barrels, it should have more explosion size. Nah, fuck it. Do the 10-inch. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. You, or, you do like, something. give it um, the, the, the cloverleaf one. 
Yes. Put that oh, down with, like, one. you know, like three shots on the cloverleaf or something. Like, it just anything, needs Anything more. would be better. Anything would be better on this uh, take. It's a shame because you're looking at nearly 300 points. This is one of your heavy support, which for this army is a very a fought for choice. Um, one of the things originally that I was like, ooh, your rear armor is really good. It might be tough for them to get through. Okay, you're hitting side 12. It's still not, you know, you know, nothing to sneeze at, but I'm going to probably hit very well with this gun, yes. But you're going to get your armor. Uh, Marines, yeah, some weird things won't, but Marines and all are going to get their armor. Um, anything in Terminator armor is going to get to re-roll it. Um, if, if you're, say, Cataphracty, I should say. Maybe not all of them, but Cataphracties are getting to re-roll it. Anyone who's heavy does. Yay, breachers. Yay, heavy support squads. Your shred, which, okay, that's nice for those random ones that you roll. Pinning, sure, but you don't have anything that helps your pin. And at 5-inch blast, I'm probably only hitting one unit. Maybe I'll hit two sometimes, depending on how it kind of moves and scatters. But I'm probably only hurting one unit. I'm maybe killing a couple guys, and I'm spending 300 points to do that. I'm not doing anything else cool. No, this thing needs to have been AP3 with rending. You do that, now it could actually do some work. Now it could actually hurt some people, because right now it's not going to do anything. That's a shame, because Reductor I like the most, and their stuff is super, super disappointing. All right. Um, Very briefly, um, I'll run through this because I made the notes for it before, so we'll do this very briefly. Um, So... They get a variety of knights. So now we go to Lords of War. The first part of Lords of War are various knights. So they get a Margera, they get a Styrix, they get the Atropos, and they get the Asterius. All which we talked about. <laughs> yep. So we've talked about it. Here's the differences. Because I went through and I checked them all. Differences are they all get Feel No Pain 6 up. Sorry, it will not die. My apologies. It will not die 6 up. It's about 10 to 15 points per which one. Um, the Atropos gets a Flare Shield now for the same points that it is for the Questorus list. And the Asterius is unchanged. So the Asterius already had it will not die. That's it. Those are the changes. If you're really interested in, in hearing more thoughts about those knights, we did a whole episode discussing knights. Um, the only thing I would ask is, um, is there, since you guys run this more, is there any of them that when you look at this army, you're like, ooh, that's the knight I want? Or is it It'd just... the Porphyrian. That's yeah, not one of their options. I called the Porphyrian, sorry. It's the Asterius. Um, it, it's, it's the Asterius. Apologies. Okay. Yeah. No, he's the coolest one. Because um, he's got the giant heavy conversion beamers. Yep. All right. So that covers knights. Because, again, Woo. we did a whole episode about those. And there's very, very little difference. Um, and if you have a knight, it's a great way to fill up points in this list. Oh, um, the goofy that leaves take us, is next. That leaves us with two things left. <laughs> um, the goofball. The, the first thing is amazing. It's so goofy. Stop that, Dave. You cannot what sit here and tell me the asks, robots. How Wait, points Looker... you want to play in our game? You and you say yes. Bust out these tanks. But like Wait. in terms of looks, you insult the robots, but you like this tank. Okay. Yes. So, um, give me give me half a second. Let me put down a timestamp, and then I'll tell you why I like this tank. Okay. <laughs> because it is ribbed. Oh, get now, out of here! It, the the other one, the Acadius. That one, no. That, well, okay, it's fine. At the end of the it's day, it's drug. fine. But it looks kind of dumb because it look. Okay, the Acadius looks stupid because it looks like a termite assault drill that they put on wheels. 
I, so the I, wheels I is actually just the launch side point. Platform. You can deploy it without the wheels. So you could. There's two different. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Okay. When we took a look at the um, Yule Tour, I do like this because it's essentially just it, it's it's a gun platform. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all it really is. It, it is it is nothing more than a, a a simple gun platform. Those are things that we've had historically. You know, through time we have these sorts of things. To me, it, it actually kind of fits that sort of look. Um, and reading on the gun it has, it's great. So it's weird and crazy, but no, actually this one I do like. But I did just briefly talk about another thing. So if someone else wants this cool, cool weapon, I'll I'll, I'll take the Sonic. Nah, Go for I, it. it's Dan, amazing. Dan, you hate this model. From what I, I do hate it, but I know you love the siege drill, so you're going to take the siege drill. I, it's siege drill plus. Nah, I'll take I'll take the Olinade, the Ordinatus. So the Ordinatus, for those who don't know, by the way, fun little side fact about the Ordinatus. Um, the Ordinatus like is just one weapon. Yeah, fun little side fact. It takes the um, uh, the the sonic weapon, but I think if I'm not mistaken, someone's going to probably yell at me. But I think you can also take a a Warlord Volcano Cannon back in the day. So we talked about it, this. There is actually another mod. Yes, the Ordinatus. And now hear the name. I said it earlier. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember what it was. No, you were you weren't here at the time. Uh, me and Steve were talking about it. Yeah, there is <sighs> okay, a different. Okay, good. One. It has the bell. Okay, it is different than like a warlord has. There's yes, Ulator, the Actaeus, and the Sagittarium. Sagittarium. Okay, yep. got it. But I think it's all the same chassis, is it not? No. So oh, is the it bigger? Ulator and the Sagittarium had the same like lower like base chassis. Okay, Actaeus has a very different assembly. No, no, I meant like the Sagittarius, but the Sagittarius had the volcano, right? Oh, yeah, yes. The volcano came. Oh, yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, the same. Yeah, Yeah. okay, so I was right. All right, we're moving on. So it's 1,075 points. So who wants to do math on how many points you have to play to actually include this thing? So the first number is going to be a four. The second number is going to be a six. Three. It's 4,300. Sorry, three. Yeah. So you can take this in a casual 4,300-point game. Uh, You get one of them. Uh, it's movement 10, BS4, 14, 13, 13, 14 hull points. Uh, super heavy. <laughs> yeah. That's it's points. got reactor meltdown major. I always forget what the major one does. Someone looked that up as I, as I, yeah, look at reactor meltdown major. Uh, it's got reinforced structure. It will not die six up. It's got one hull mounted sonic destructor, which is honestly the only thing you care about. It does have a rear-mounted Volkrite Culverin, and it's got two sponson mountain Volkrite Culverins, but who the hell cares? And it does have an Ordinatus Dispersion Shield. So I will talk about that before I talk about the gun, though, because that, that actually probably does matter. Yeah. So for, the Ordinatus... For the Major, very oh, quickly. The Major... Go ahead, go ahead. Um, when it's destroyed, the hits that happen are caused by cash art, dam- by cash art damage. Their destroyer attacks at AP2. <laughs> so that this yeah. wrecks your day if you're anywhere near it when it blows up. Yikes. I cannot find the dispersion. Sh- I bet you the shield is under uh, armor. It's, it's, a, it's, no, it's, under, it's under No, it's under Ordinatus. I have it right here. Uh, the, where is it? Uh, it's in your so book. So that's their transport it. bay. I did see okay. it. Where did I read H-126, it? H-126, uh, Ordinatus dispersion shield. There, there it is. Yes, it is under war gear. Okay, ready? Yep, yep go um, For the duration of the first game turn, all shooting attacks made against the model with an ordinance dispersion shield that target the model's front or side armor values or any indirect shooting, such as those with broad special rule, are reduced by minus two strength, and any explosive results on the damage table are ignored. 
basically while you're rolling up to the table and on that first turn, you got these really cool shields and then they kind of flicker out and fade because they <laughs> are power intensive as all hell to run. It was like, okay, we're going to turn these off and fire the <laughs> gun instead. All right. Basically. So I'm not going to go over the Volkite because honestly, who cares? Sonic Destructor. Yeah, Sonic Destructor. Sonic Destructor is range 72 inches, strength 6, AP 2. It is Destroyer 1. It is Large Blast. It is Sonic Wave, which we'll talk about. Pinning, Armor Bane, Murderous Strike 5 up, and Ignores sure. Cover. So you might be saying, oh, it's just a single large 5-inch blast. Who the hell cares? You know, Dan, it's so stupid. Well, Sonic Wave. You don't have to bury the lead every time you I, talk about something. You I know will that, bury right? the lead. When making a shoot attack with this weapon, place a large blast so that it touches the front toe of the firing model. Instead of scattering this blast marker, move the template in a direct line away from the following model, traveling in any direction with the weapon's 45-degree arc, until its maximum range is reached or the template leaves the battlefield. All models that template passes over suffer a single automatic hit. Flyers are also hit if the template passes over their base. Should a model with a knight, titan, super heavy vehicle, building, or fortification unit be hit by this, increase the strength of the attack to 10. And they're auto-hit. And it's auto hit. Great. It's just it, it's a large blast. Just, you shoot it in a line, and anything under it gets hit with strength six, AP two, casual murder, strike five up. You can't take cover against it. It's also armor bane, and it's pinning, and it's destroyer one. By the way, I should point out. So destroyer for those who don't know, because destroyer I think changed from the last. Edition, it did dramatically. Yes, okay, good. Someone different. explain destroyer. Good. Someone explain destroyer. No I know it's right. changed. I don't remember what it does now. <laughs> Let me see if I have it in my cheat sheet. I might not. Uh, maybe it's in my cheat sheet. I have says. it in the book. Yeah, go for it. Yep, go ahead. Somewhere. Hold on. Oh. Why, why oh, you, you son that? of a gun. I stopped scrolling. All right, give me a second. Let me see if I can beat him yeah. here. Uh, All right. So, destroyer type weapons, because it's a type now, right? Yes. Yes. So, destroyer types. Um. When you roll for arm penetration, you roll three dice instead of one and discard the lowest. So you roll three dice, take the two highest. Okay. You're rolling the penalty of vehicle. Um, it doesn't always do charge worse. after shooting it. If you inflict a glance and you're penetrating it, it does D3 hull points of damage instead of one. There it is. Okay. And, and when it inflicts wounds, it does D3 instead of one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So even if you hit multiple, I think this models, is a top pick. Think? This is a great counter selection against Horus Lupercal Ascended. <laughs> um, like if, if you're all there drafting your thousand point super heavies, this is a great counter draft to Horus yes. Lupercal. Uh, this is a, listen. If you're playing Apocalypse and it's a forty three hundred point game, absolutely bring this. This is hilarious. Um, I wish the, I had the storage for one of these things. Yeah, yeah. So, it's so also. The, uh, Massive. The average game is at 3,000 points. This isn't that much beyond. No, it's not. You know, when it's all said and done, you're, I'm not saying you're going to play these size games constantly, but it's not like, you know, when you think of 40K and then you think of APOC, this actually is play a bit bigger. Yeah. I, I mean, just, when you think about it, gun. this is, you just take your 3,000 point army and you add this. Yes. I am somewhat mad that you can't take... Yeah, there's no, there's, there's the Sagittarium's not in here, right? Or the no, no, they didn't put the it's not here, ah. and it's not in Legends so, either. But they, if, they, so did, little, they made the model. So, yeah. side fact: if you really, really, really want to laugh, um, the volcano cannon is way worse. You would think a warlord volcano cannon would be amazing. Uh, 
it's a blast. Actually, way worse. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no, no. This this weapon is great. Yeah. It's it's not quite as good against. Uh, you know, maybe certain heavier vehicles because it only gets the strength 10 versus super heavy vehicles. But if you've got infantry anywhere nearby, you're just going to wreck their day. Don't forget it auto hits them all. three dice dropping the lowest. So that strength six is averaging a plus, Let roughly a plus seven. nine. Plus, no, because it's three oh, dice. Oh, because you're doing all the three. Two dice, yes. it's a seven. Oh, yes. Adding yes. that extra die adds in about another two, I think. Should, yeah. Okay, I'm not, I'm not saying that's bad, but, you know, I, I'm not aiming for your vehicles necessarily when I'm doing this. I'm cutting through infantry, maybe light vehicles, but like I'm not aiming to take out your land raiders with this thing. I'm I'll say, Dave, it's okay. You don't, you don't need to. You don't aim. have to you aim. Just point. <laughs> no, no. You just point and you go that direction. Yes. But, but, but here's the thing you have to keep in mind. It is essentially five inches across. So you're hitting one section. You're, this vehicle is not going to be in a way that you can like, you know, this is an old, uh, you know, Skaven days where you're, thing is just going to go straight down the line and like oh, wreck the that. whole army. Yeah. You are aiming somewhere and early on, you're probably not hitting that, that many things depending on how they space out. So I'm looking for mass damage. I'm looking for hitting as much infantry as I can and maybe clipping a light vehicle. I'm telling you right now, I'm terrified of this as a custodian player. I am well, yeah. physically like disgusted. Yeah, cause, at causing this. the D3 damage and it's at AP2. It goes oh, straight yeah. to your invul. And it's going to be enough to kill multiple custodians. And also murder strike five up. So in case you didn't even need the D three. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. If you happen to roll well enough, it's just going to kill some guys out anyway. Um, it is both better than the volcano cannon one. And it looks better. Cause I see you posted the other one and it's it, that one. Okay. That one looks fine. It's that one looks basic. more. It's upside yes. down. It's also upside down, which annoys me. Compared it's to the world. Yeah. It has to, yeah, how else is going to attach? They could have literally. So, so the barrel's the same way, but like the, yes. the underslung part flipped. Yes. But that, that to me makes sense. I'm fine with that. That yeah. looks more like an actual weapon we would use now kind of thing. But I, I like the other one for it being both a little bit futuristic, but still retaining some uh, the wub a, wub. a bit of a normal. I love the wacky sci-fi of it. Yes. I, I love this thing. It's also massive. Like for people who don't, this thing is, I've seen it on the table. I want to say, oh man, I wish I knew the actual size, but it is, it is, it is exorbitantly large. So, so when you take a look at it, not knowing the exact size, when I look at it, the back part looks to be about the, the trios wheel wells and the front. So either the front of the back is essentially the trios wheels. So this thing is almost like two of those back to back. Oh, here we go. That's what it looks like we, to me. I got you. I got you. Cause you know what? Here's the fun part. Google. Uh, it is. Oh, it's in. It's in not it's three about minutes. like thirty-six centimeters long. Oh wait, is this yep. epic? No. No. Wait. What's no? The, no not right. not 36 under thirty-six centimeters. centimeters. Going to be about so thir- thirty-six centimeters long, eighteen centimeters wide. Americans learn the metric system well. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, hold on. So, no, here it is. Thank you. One inch is two point five four centimeters. So no, this I don't thing is do about, math. This thing is about fourteen inches long. It's a bit yep. over a foot. Nice. Yeah, this is this is a big model. Oh, and yeah, it's ribbed for your pleasure. It's ribbed for your pleasure. There you go. Oh my god, look at the fuck! It's so right. stupid. Like realistically, <laughs> you're going to get to use it probably very rarely if you haven't owned this. But if you own it, 
I, I would make sure I play games where I can if take you something own big it, enough you, of this. You, you take people hostage and say, we're playing Warhammer, Horus Heresy. I would play against this 4,300 points. I don't give a shit if I lose. I want to play against this. Like, I, I love playing big games like this. Yeah, and we know. I'm and sure, sure you are playing against it, Dan. You're not going to get killed in one shot with your um, with your Myrmidons because they have four wounds. This only does D3. Yep. It's also Murder Strike 5, but yeah, that's still stupid. I hate... Oh, and, God, Myrmidons. And, and here's the thing. If you actually have one of these and it felt unbalanced, your opponent just takes extra. You don't have to play uh, equal points. Hey, they get more. There you go. At 4,000... 300 points, I think it'll be balanced. Because at that point, you're also... There's enough stoops you could do. At, yeah, exactly. Okay. We're going up to 4K. It's only, you only have I would love to see... What is it? 14 wounds? <sighs> whole points. 10... Or whole points, sorry. And Ten you're not deltas. taking it out the first turn. No, I... Okay. No, so let's say an outflanking... 14 individual hits. Yeah, let's do... Let's say an outflanking melter... Which is not going in the on, first turn, on. then. No, I know, I know. I'm not saying the first turn. armor 16 on turn one in the front. I know. So I on the you. side, let's say you get lucky. Okay. Ten Meltas come in. B- b- before you go through the, the long yeah. diatribe, figure that out. Yes, there's ways to kill it. It's 14 whole points. You'll kill it. Not but you you're will. not going to. It's going to fire off a few times before it dies. I don't even think you kill it with like a full Melta squad. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, you need a lot of explosions. If you get enough explosions, you absolutely yeah. could. But on average dice, no, you don't. Yeah, I was going to say, because ten equals seven hits, which equals... multi Meltas are twin-linked. No, no, melt us, melt the guns, melt the guns. Oh. This is one of the smaller yeah. Ordnatus engines. Yeah. This would be All a Flanoris. Right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's, we're not going to have you math hammer. Um, All right, Steve, you get to talk about the last yeah. thing here. Yes, the drill. So See, we I told you like up, it. And finally, we have the Ordnatus Octaeus for 800 points, so a little bit cheaper. You can field it in a 3,600 point game. It has movement zero. Ballistic skill, 4. <laughs> Armor, 14, 13, 13. Hull points, 14. Transport capacity, 42. <laughs> so you can fit 10 Myrmidons in it. Oh, sorry, no, that's 20 Myrmidons, isn't it? No, no it's oh, no, bulky, bulky 3. three. No, bulky that's three, 10 yeah. Myrmidons and then 12 friends beyond that. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's a super heavy transport. Um, you get a centerline-mounted Terabrax rocket battery. And an Actaeus class seismic excavator macro drill. It has it will not die, reactor meltdown major, reinforced structure, subterranean assault, hell yeah, and terrestrial <laughs> disregard. So, fun little fact. Um, yeah, fun fact. I don't know why it has subterranean assault because terrestrial disregard literally just says instead of using the normal rules for subterranean assault. I, I, I don't know why they added that in, but maybe when we read it, I'll figure it out. But I remember reading that. I'm like, why did you even include it? <laughs> Makes no sense. Anyway, well, no, no. This basically okay. So I'll, I'll cover it fast. So yeah. um, subterranean assault. It it does. That's what the uh, termite drills do. You deep strike. Afterwards, you cause a bunch of hits to things that are near you because instead of pinning them, you're like up up in the earth beneath them. Instead of doing okay. the normal thing. When this thing enters play with subterranean assault, you place a 10-inch blast marker entering the battlefield, launch from an enemy model. So you you subterranean assault with the other drills, but you do this instead of the normal drill damage. Got it. Now I'm understanding. Okay. So it's a 10-inch marker, one inch from enemy models. Sorry, one inch from any enemy model. Battlefield edge or piece of passable terrain. And then you scatter this 10-inch marker. 
Mind you, the markers will be smaller than the model is. Um, if the final position is one inch of enemy model, battlefield edge or impassable terrain, the controlling player's opponent may move that model to any position within 18 inches. That is more than one entry from enemy model level, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Lots of words to say not a lot. Once the final position of the marker has been determined, the controlling player may place the model with the special rule on the battlefield so long as the center of the marker is underneath part of the model's hull and the model remains more than one inches away from enemy models. After the model has been placed, each fortification within six inches immediately suffers D6, Strength 10, AP2 hits, and nearby units suffer one Strength 10, AP2 hit for each model within six inches of the model. If you take one or more hits from it, you take a pinning chest. Not a wound, but a hit. Finally, the area under the blast marker is difficult and dangerous terrain for the rest of the battle. That's why they give it the extra, because it works like a subterranean assault, Got it. it does okay. a lot bigger. Okay. And I'm not sure it's that good, honestly. Because if you think about it, how... Obviously, a 10-inch marker is 5 inches from the center, right? Yes. This model is probably going to be in that same, like, 12 to 14-inch length. Yes, it would be But it's not that wide. No. So you're losing a lot of potential threat I guess, compared to the blast marker to the sides of the hull. So really, you are pointing this at something and saying, this thing's getting wrecked. Yeah. Um, and the big thing on that is the model has to be, the center has to be on part of the hull. So you could have this mm -hmm. thing kind of far in any direction related to that marker. I mean, you're getting strength 10 AP2 hits, so you're going to be hurting a bunch of things, but you know, I mean, you're taking it because it can transport a bunch, and maybe it can really do some damage when it comes in. It's also really easy to screen it out because you need a 12-inch across circle of no yes. models whatsoever. But they get pushed 18 inches anyway, right? If oh, I, if true. I that you true. can, yes. Well, you can push yeah. it. Yeah, you push them you 18 inches. You can push. That is true. I, I forgot about that. Uh... So what about this rocket battery? Okay, it's cool. I've decided it's cool. It's really cool. Yes. I don't know. It's I cool. I, I This one I like less by the look, but it's cool. So rocket battery um, yeah. is on page 118. It's just 48 inches, strength 7, AP5, 12 shots. Okay. I mean, you yeah. figure after it comes down, after it comes down, you can't do anything else with it anyway. So at least yeah, exactly. you got something. Well, hold on. Hold on. It, <laughs> it does have the seismic excavator macro drill. Okay. Steve, do you want to take this one or? Oh god, what page is that going to be? I got you. One twenty-four. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, you got it open. Just do it. Dad. I got you. Got you. So the Acastus, uh, or, or sorry, Acteus class seismic excavator macro drill grants the Ordinatus the transport base special rule. So that's how it gets the transport base. In addition, so you once transport, per um, what's it called? Monstrous creature thing. What's it called? Um, cybernetica and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, they take up their wounds characteristic as slots. Correct. Uh, that no, they I, count it. No, twice, it's like twice ten for dreadnoughts and stuff like that. It's all tens. Okay. In addition, once per battle, at the end of the control player's movement phase, the Ordinatus may employ its seismic excavator macro drill to cause a seismic shockwave. When this occurs, the Ordinatus Acteus cannot move for the rest of the battle. Wait, what? <laughs> it doesn't move anyway. Um, 
uh, rest of the battle, and it it basically suffered an irreparable immobilized result on the vehicle damage table, although no whole point loss is suffered. Units may not choose to embark or disembark in the turn when the seismic shockwave ability is used, but may do so as normal in subsequent turns. So that the beginning of each of the controlling player shooting phases for the rest of the battle, after it has employed its seismic excavator macro drill to cause a seismic shockwave, pick a point within six inches of the front of the hole of the Ordinatus case of Cataeus, right? All f- units, friendly or enemy, um, excluding the Actaeus itself, within a number of each is equal to the current game turn number multiplied by six mm-hmm. of that point, suffer D6 strength of seven AP4 hits with the pinning special rule. Uh, models of the vehicle are hitting the weakest armor facing uh, and should a model with the vehicle unit types of a penetrating hit and immediately suffers crew shaking in addition to any other effects. So basically, to, to summarize all of that, you you once you deploy it, you can't move, even though you can't move anyway. I don't know why they did that, but anyway, essentially, you pick a point six inches in front of the hole. Every turn, right in the shooting phase, you take the turn number, multiply it by six, and everything there except the Actaeus, right, takes D six strength seven AP four hits with pinning. So it goes six twelve, so on and so forth. Eight uh, eighteen twenty four. I like how you stopped because you got uncomfortable with timesing uh, more products with six. Exactly. <laughs> 6, 12, 18, 24, 30, 36. I think the highest look at is 36, I think. If six you do full turns. six turns, yes. Yeah. And this thing isn't coming in necessarily right in the beginning anyway, so. Also Doesn't it come in turn one because of subterranean? No, no, no. Subterranean assault you roll for. Drop hot ah. assault you get in turn one. What a shame. Mm-hmm. Okay. In a specific rate of war. Um, okay, but when it comes so, in, it's going to go straight to the big size if it comes in late. Yes. Yay. It was crazy. So you pick the point six inches in front, and then it's within that. So it's a giant bubble that, that gets put further and further out. Yup. And so sooner or later, this will absolutely start hitting your own units. It is unavoidable. Oh, it's guaranteed. Way. But early on, if you pop yourself near the enemy, then you could potentially do a bunch of damage to them. It, it's cool. This thing is actually very cool. Um, I don't know how amazing its abilities are going to be, but being able to Wait. transport a literal ton of models. Didn't this model, Steve, you might know this. Didn't mm. this model used to be on a tread? Like treads? It is on a tread. It is on treads. So, okay, maybe I'm going crazy. Didn't this have the option last edition to either deploy it on treads or not? That sounds possible. So... If it's on treads, why now is it just on deep strikes and that's that? Yeah, it goes. I, yeah, I'm looking. Oh, I got my old mechanical book. So the yeah, board. the old mechanical book it had the option to be deployed on treads, which then it had guns on it that you can use, or it can be deployed. Do they just not? Like I'm correct. Yeah, there's no tread. Okay, okay, just, okay. Yeah, so those two Volkite culverins are just for show on the model. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah all you need is the bad dragon portion. Yeah, that's so weird. Oh my god, <laughs> eighteen plus right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, that's weird that they got rid of that because that was kind of fluffy and cool. And also, by the way, the reason you put it on the drill is because it's still transported stuff, but its gun got better. Got it. Essentially. All right, so that covers all the rest of what we had. So we'll go to closing thoughts. Either of you gentlemen can go ahead and start first. I mean. Honestly, I'll just. I, it sucks because like the Thanatar and the Myrmidons started so strong, 
And even the, the, the tanks, the, the normal tanks started so strong, right? The Karaknos and the Krios. And then it just got like slightly more depressing as we went on. Progressively <laughs> more and more. Just Yeah. Because the Land Raider was fine. And the, yeah, the Macroid was fine too. Macroid's fun. It's cool. Yeah. And we got to... Then we got to like, I think it was the, I think it was the, uh, the tanks essentially that, uh, yeah, the Mermaid, yeah. Uh, I'd love to on a high note with the Ordinatus engines, even though we're missing one of the, missing one of the builds from back in the day. Yeah. It, 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 to me, it's not that the other things were so bad. It's just that the first two things were so much better. They're over the top. That's all. Um, Steve, any final thoughts? Um, so like Dan said, we started off on a pretty high note. Gradually, that note lowered, but then we got to end with some really cool Ordinatus engines. Um, personally, when I was originally planning my Mechanicum army for 1.0, I was really liking the idea of doing um, Creo squadrons, um, and I almost did it. I had a choice between taking my money I saved up between a Creos and a Pain Train. I bought the Pain Train. I built the Pain Train. It, it, I'm looking at the model. It's bare resin right now, but it's still cool. Um, the Creos, the Creos are really cool. I, honestly, if I dove into Mechanicum head first, I would probably keep with that idea and do the Creos, just because everyone does robots, and the Creos is still pretty pretty solid. Um, it definitely outperforms the equivalent units that Marines have, I think. Um, in terms of the legacies units, um, that Land Raider is really fun. It's still on my, like, eventually, like, I'm sure I'll get bored, find a random Land Raider lying around, like, what if I gave this thing, like, some weird guns? And, I mean, I mean, unit by unit, you can kind of tell which things we thought were worth the investment and which things weren't. Um, the Moirax, I think, is in interesting addition i don't know if i would go out of my way to run it though i mean it is an armager so the armager's yeah. biggest thing is that until it gets fact nothing really affects it like it's not affected by melta you can't put crack grenades or melta bombs on it it's not a vehicle so the weird part about the armager is that it's literally nothing it's in limbo like yeah it's in limbo which is not bad. That's still that's a benefit of the armager, if anything. So I'm, I I see it where this is the spot where you really start to differentiate the army if you want different looks to it. I mean, you you obviously have you know your your different you know automatos and all that sort of stuff. But here now you start getting your vehicles. You start getting a very different look to them. Um, I, I do like quite a few of the options here. It's a shame that the batteries were you know so underwhelming and that some of the other options weren't quite all there although i do think you get enough variety of the things and like i said we ended really strong with the sort of things that we had there not that you necessarily use them much whether or not you use lords of war and all whether or not you play big enough games for them but i do think they're great and very cool options and especially if you happen to have one of those that's something that you absolutely want to bring out whenever you end up do playing uh, large large enough size games or if you do play a uh an apocalypse size game or anything like that. Any other thoughts, gentlemen, as I think about all the cleaning up of this audio I have to do? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, the Mechanicum are just cool. Um, Mechanicum are just really cool. Um, 
And there, there are a lot of build options, as Dave kind of said. There are just a ton mm. of build options with these guys. You like tanks, you can go tanks. You like Myrmidons, you can go Myrmidons. You like uh, uh, Cybernetica, you can go Cybernetica. Uh, Reductor. Uh. So I laugh because Reductor used to be the tank option, Dave, right? Yeah. It used to be like That this. makes sense, yeah. But it's, you can still take tanks, just don't take the Minotaur batteries and stuff like that. No, no, don't Which, take their special it, tanks. It's, honestly, it, I know we haven't reviewed Solar Ox yet. Right, yeah. we haven't at all. But spoiler alert: guess who has all these guns and they're exactly the same? Yeah, that's gonna be. Yeah. A guess guess who these guns actually hurt them for a barber save? That's true. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. Um, so it sucks. It does, but honestly, you could take Creos, or you could take the uh, stupid God again. That stupid pin three is so dumb. It's so stupid. And, and during night, oh, the Krakenos. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. He yeah. pinned seven units with two of them. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's one of those things I feel did not need to be a seven-inch blast. Like it yeah, really it's just no, it, no, it didn't need to be. He literally tagged. I think it was three units with one and four units with the other. And he did the wound. He rendered, and it was just. It's, it's sick. It was, I'm not sure it was seven. Maybe it might have been six pinned. But it was six pins because they were at leadership like four. So so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that will do it for us tonight. As always, we do thank you for listening, watching, whatever sort of format that you do this through. Um, for other things that we have coming out, um, by the time you listen to this, there should have been a thousand point conquest battle that Dan and I did at his house. Should be out. Um, as of time of recording, it's going out tomorrow. This comes out probably about a day or so after is, is the hope. Um, as always, I try to get something out on Wednesday if I can. I just couldn't this week. But by Friday at the latest, then an in-between as, as best we can. Um, for where we're going next, as I said in the beginning, I think something we want to do at least is talk a little bit about like lists, building, and, and what we kind of see for these armies. Because it took us so many parts to get through them. Um, then someone could sit down and say, okay, well, I've listened to all this. What do I actually do? So, So we're going to do a bit of an episode related to lists, um, talking about different lists and what we can do with all of that. Um, there has been at least one request to go back and do the Raven Guard Rite of War, so we do want to get back to that soon. Um, now that we have Solar Ox, we have to see if we want to talk through them first and then do the Rite of War, or we'll just review it ourselves first and then briefly mention where any of that matters. So that's something we want to do as well. We're also currently working on a couple other battle reports that we're doing. I have something I recorded the other day, two different things. Not going to talk about what they are yet. We're going to see if they come out. I'm going to see if I can make it something worthwhile. It was a bit of a test run. If it seems like it's good enough, it'll come out. If it doesn't, it will never see the light of day, but it will give us ideas of what to do further in the future. We do have some better equipment now to be able to work with some of what we want to do for battle reports. And if you watch the one for Conquest, you'll see some of the equipment that we use, although we still have some other things that we're going to do with all of that. Um, remember, we do have a Facebook page. We also do have a Discord as well. I'll have links in the YouTube video for all of that. Um, I'm also working on an announcement video that'll come out hopefully soon. I just need a little bit of time to work on it. And that will explain some other things that we have going on, especially as we kind of finish out this month as we start looking towards March and so on. Um, other than that, I think that's enough of announcements and everything like that for the moment. So on behalf of everyone here at the show, then, has a good hobby and some great gaming.